Or visit rickandbubba.com for a link. Whether or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year. Statistics, excuses. It's you versus history. You versus the odds. You versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show, a, a brand new show on tap today and we thank you for being with us the number's 866 we be big now we don't have interns screening you up but we could take unscreened phone calls uh, if you want to join in the conversation just know that's always a possibility for you well we got another check presentation you know the rick and bubba uh, buffalo wild wings charity charge is something we do every month and it benefits uh, uh some great charities uh and we've been doing this for a couple of years now this month another great charity never thirst uh and they will receive uh the check uh from the last charity charge and then we'll promote the next one which is coming up monday for lifeline uh, children's services so a lot happening today uh just for the staff let me make a, a little announcement yes alex with buffalo wild wings is dropping by food i just want you to know that uh that's not going away he's gonna do um He's going to do a drop for the, at the door for us and say, hey, here you go. Uh, and so that's happening today. But we'll uh, talk to Tim Spencer with Buffalo Wild Wings and the crew with Never Thirst and uh, present that check today and promote Monday's charity charge. Uh, Will and Meat could spend today. That's there for you. And don't forget the Bible study live today, noon central. All right, well, let's bring them in. You heard them barking in the background. we got Eddie Van Adler here. And over to my right is Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Yo. Good. 
You know, Helmsy. I, I uh, thought I was going to do a show by myself yeah. this morning. Well, that would have been real good. Uh, Wouldn't that have been good? You don't understand. He actually called me about 10 till and said, hey, man, I just want to let you know. I mean, Helmsy's not here. I hadn't heard from him. I know you're in a handle. Uh, I'm, I'm getting the best of ready. And I'm like, no, I'm pulling up. I mean, I'm, I'm almost here. I'm coming or, up the hill. Or and then me we, reading stories. Yeah. That would have been good. And then we get the Marco from you that. And it is, it is the 457, worst. Hey, I left my house. It is the worst. <laughs> it is the worst when you can't find something. And well, so you said you couldn't find the keys and you just don't take So your- I, I, I hit snooze a few times and I thought, you know what? Today's a good snooze day for me mm-hmm. based off my calendar. Okay? okay. Based off what I got going on this morning, I can sleep for 20 extra minutes. Mm. No big deal. Well, then I get on that one thing, though, did you? Then I said, well, no, I didn't. And then I see text messages from Caroline. Hey, can you do these two things for me before you leave in the morning? Okay. One of them was charge her phone. Mm -hmm. And then uh, one of them had to do with some, I don't know, Dragonfly Max, something for sports. Oh, Dragonfly. Something school related. Oh, yeah. Well, I know Dragonfly well. So then then, then it gets to be about, I don't know, 443, Mm -hmm. and – I'm ready to go, ready to walk I out the door. I love the times. Yeah, ready, ready to walk. Because I looked at my watch. Matter of fact, I grabbed my Apple Watch out of my bag, put it on. It was 4.43. And what that means, if I've put my watch on, it's time to go. That's it the is. last it thing is. I've done. It's time yeah. to go. And I met, we swapped. Ca- we, I am. And my inhaler's in my tennis bag at home, so can't have that. Because mm-hmm. um, it's up. in the other car. Right. Okay. That I'm supposed to be in. Uh-huh. So, I've done this, and it yeah. me <laughs> oh, it's awful. So Amanda needed to run out last night mm-hmm. to get something real quick at the grocery store. Stegall was at the house, and so well, you better call my, her. Car was blocked in, so I she I said the key. I always I always leave my key uh, in the easy, car careful. in the garage. I'm not careful. talking about in the garage. Okay, it's in, not like I do it out in the parking lot, mm-hmm. public. But I, I leave my key there. I said, hey, just grab, just just take the Acura, or I can go. Mm-hmm. And you were hoping she wouldn't say okay. I was, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, oh, can um, you really? Okay. Mm. So anyway, she comes back in, and I even asked her last night. I'm watching the Braves. It's like eight forty-five, nine o'clock. They're wrapping up their game, and I said, "Hey, I said, where's Zach? Your key? Did you leave it in? It? Yep, left it in it. It's in it." I said, "Okay, okay." So I thought I have nothing to worry about. I go down there this morning. <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. Oh no! I mean, uh, it's so you're not, standing in the garage. Looking standing in the garage. I put my bag uh, in the car. It. I've uh, sat down. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, oh no. well, there's oh yeah, there's some sunglasses. Where's the key? 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 And so I go upstairs and I walk around for five minutes. I do not want to wake her up because there's no worse feeling mm-hmm. and can't find her purse. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, hey, this is, I've got to, I'm it's sorry. Hey, this is when I come over there and, hey, honey, I'm sorry. I have to do this. But, hey, honey, I, you, I have to have, I have to have the, because see, she does carpool in the mornings. She really needs the bigger vehicle. Mm-hmm. That's the reason I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I just took the other vehicle and, and moved on. Mm hmm. I'll get my purse. I said, okay. Mm. Then she can't. She takes five minutes. She can't find her purse. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm getting frustrated Y'all at this point, but I'm not right. saying anything. Well, it's, it's stuffed in the closet, so she finds it. Finds mm. it finally. Well, then the key's not in there. She said, just take the other car. I said, you have carpool this morning? She goes, I'll deal with it then. And I'm like, mm. okay. She, she, she just wanted to go back to sleep. And at that point, yeah. it was it was 4.56. Yeah. And wow. I said, hey, I'm, I got to go. I got to go. Daddy got so I got go. in the car four fifty seven, headed yeah. this way. And, I, you had and then mar- I saw your Marco Polo, and it I panicked a minute because I thought you were in trouble. Mm-hmm. Thought you'd done something wrong. Sure, I just wanted to give you a location check. Really wheezing. I mean, to the point where I'm having a tough time breathing listening to you. 
Yeah, we got to do something about that. Hey, we, it'll stop. All right. All right. Well, I think it will. All right. Well, you get you you were in a panic. Get if there. not, Amanda will bring me my inhaler <laughs> when she swaps cars later. <laughs> um, Why are you at it? Go ahead and bring the old huff. I with mean, you. so I'm just cruising along, and then and then when you crest the hill and you come on the other side, and then there it is, blue lights, and you're like, oh, a lot oh, of boy. deception in your Marco though. The way you started it, well. And I'm and I give you credit for it. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, but I thought you were being arrested. Well, um, uh, the uh, uh, the blue lights were behind a vehicle, so I thought, oh man, I hate that. Somebody's gotten pulled over. Well, let me let me get on around. You know, we're gonna go real slow. And then as I get closer, I realize, oh wait, we got bright vest on, and he's stopping traffic. Uh oh. And I'm like, uh oh. And he and so he is and there is no oncoming traffic or anything. And so we we are stopped and I'm second in line and there's a car in front of him, but it now that when I got closer it looked like it was also a, a part a, of it. Yeah, part of uh, it was a it was actually a truck, a pickup truck, but it was with okay. the police department. So I'm like, okay, so we're just sitting here. Oh, this will be quick. You know, a couple minutes go by. I almost hung out my head out the window. Hey, sir, should I turn around? You know, I don't want to be that guy. And then if you turn, uh. if you turn around, you know, you got to go around your elbow to get to your butt. So it's like, what do I do? Do I sit here or what? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me just sit. And then here. you keep second guessing. I should have went. Yeah, I should have went. I know. Where would I be right now? Yeah. Um, would I be going through Old Town? Uh, and so I'm just all that's going through my mind. Still standing there. Still standing there. Still, still standing there. Still, uh, you mean like, okay, what are we doing? Then finally I see lights coming. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. We got, we got lights coming. Now we, they're going to get through and then we're going to go. No, it's another police uh, SUV. And then they stop and then they're talking. I'm like, something's going on up there. What, what is happening? Mm. And so I see about, and this is not, I'm not exaggerating, at least three police uh, vehicles come back the other way and but all stopping and talking to him. I'm like, all right, we got a major wreck up here. Somebody's gone off. We got wreckers involved. And my, my mind's racing. And then I'm also going, and where would I be right now? Would I, sure. you know, is yeah. it worth the turnaround? So I'm like, I got to stay with it. And now the, now we're piling up. There's cars all behind me. You're not a ton because it's the, the, the time of day it's in, but I can, you can tell everybody's not, not prepared for this. And then finally, the guy, uh, the police officer, uh, you know, gets back in his car, light's still on. And then goes, so I'm like, okay, let's just follow him. And, and so we follow him. And what the, the weirdest thing about it is, is that there was nothing up there. So I'm like, okay, there was what? some major bust maybe, and they were wanting to block the road. A mile, you know, you a, have no closure. A half a mile, there was no closure at all. And, and, but there oh, was, that's the worst. Hey, there was definitely something going on. And so maybe they were just giving, giving the officer space to, to do whatever they needed to do. Yeah. But there was a ton of. There was a lot of cops involved, uh, and a so of, a lot of flashing. So, lines. so I the need Marco, to know more. the Marco Polo, so I sent no you. No crash, no nothing. Nothing. Uh, so the Marco Polo I sent you, <laughs> okay, uh, both of you, was that it was a, a shot of me, like yes. a selfie look, yeah. and and it was all you could see was blue lights, you know, banking off the the the, the trees and and the reflection and all this kind of stuff. Of you could see the lights going until I reversed. The shot, and then you saw that I was just stuck. Well, in you traffic. said you wow. said it's been about ten. Mi- I've been sitting here for about ten minutes, yeah, and was you looked up in there. your rearview mirror like just to throw <laughs> us off yeah, to go. I'm waiting bit. on the police officer yeah. to come up here. <laughs> Y'all like that? I did. Uh-huh. Got me. So that got me so behind that I'm I'm pulling in. Uh, you know what? Ten till or whatever, and. Greg, Greg calls and goes, "All right, straight up. All right, I haven't heard from Helms either. Do I need to be prepared? 
Yeah, Greg's was, a big Greg what best of bit were you gonna play first? Do you know? I, don't know, I was gonna get. Why wouldn't you just do? Gre- why wouldn't you do Gregorama and just you know, like, just read stories? That ought to be good. Yeah, That'd I think people awesome. would like to hear from yeah. you, Greg. What, what about? What are they gonna hear? What about a minion <laughs> hour? Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Twenty-three minutes past the hour. Thank you so much. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Kickoff hour is live, and we thank you so much for being with us. Eddie Van Adler, he has got uh, YouTube live in HD, and the Good Time Gang is here. Rick and Bubba join us right after the top of the hour. We have a charity charge check presentation today and food brought by Buffalo Wild Wings for the staff. So everybody's a little giddy and skipping. I thought you skipping to the bathroom in the break helmet. It was a little much, but... Uh, I know that you're excited today as Alex with Buffalo Wild Wings will be dropping off some food. Uh, don't forget Bible Study Live today, noon central, uh, as, as well, the Will Meek could spin today. So the first segment we spent talking about our uh, our handles on trying to get to the studio today, uh, Helmsy not being able to find keys, me stuck in some odd traffic moment, which was uh, bizarre, uh, but got here uh, and <laughs> Greg for a second thought he was going to have to do the hour by himself, which I think he could have done a great job. No, I wouldn't. Um, you know, I was um, I reached out to Helium Boy today. Uh, you remember Helium Boy? Y'all yeah, remember him? Uh, you got his number? I did. I do have his number, and I, I called him uh, to see if I could book him uh, to call the show today because today is National Helium Day, and I thought, well, do, well, oh. we need to we need to have Helium Boy, don't you think? I mean, I, yeah. So, but I couldn't get him. I left voicemail. So, we'll so it's National Helium Day. It is. It's uh, That's it's weird. a day recognized the discovery. Helium day? It's the day we discovered helium. Helium. Oh, okay. That's why it's okay. still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still weird. I mean, we don't have. Yeah, have y'all ever been that little make funny voices yeah. and all that? Yeah. yeah. You tell me I didn't inhale it. Yeah. Not we've around all, helium as much that. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Not that I've ever been around it. You've been around a lot, a lot of helium, but um, how, how many times were you told it's bad for you? It's bad for you. Stop doing that. Right. Also, we I know we we are it really we this it really get great. this really gets us mad when hey just have one national day you know yeah we got like ten uh yeah it's also like national uh what bad poetry day What's what does that? that even mean see now we're making stuff yeah up. See, we're making stuff now up. you're gonna get mad bad uh, poetry to day. celebrate that's uh, not real you got all kinds of stuff but and also it's national fajita day well I'll give it that I so like a good anyway fajita. that's there for you. You like it when it's sizzling when they bring it I out? I do. Man, that's I good. do. A lot of times I order it just for that mm-hmm. so I, I can take that experience in. Man, last night we had shrimp Alfredo for dinner. It was really good. I'm talking about really, really good. You could have brought some. And, and uh, Terry Terry was like, uh, hey, I'm uh, you know making some dinner over here. You know, boys started calling because they're all yeah. spread out. And it's always, hey, Mom, did you cook? You know, that's always the big the big question because do I need to stop and get me yeah. something on the way home? Don't want to do that, and then you have cooked or whatever. She said, "Yep, I've cooked," and I I missed that part. I missed it completely. I was off doing something else, and so I come in. I'm thinking, "Hey, it's cereal night or something." You ever do cereal for dinner? If that if it's yeah. like nothing's ever been made, that's a bad night. But not yeah. everybody yeah, not does it together. Night. If we, uh-huh. if like if it, one person may call that, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, I turned the corner, and it's like there's a bowl of shrimp Alfredo. I was like, it made my night. I just wanted to share that with y'all. I was like, yeah. wow. I went from cereal to shrimp Alfredo. That changed. 
Did you have y'all gone? And I think you've gone this route, mm-hmm. and I don't think Greg has yet. And but we've heard a lot of things over the last two years about this. Speaking of food, mm-hmm. the air fryer. Yes, yeah, so we you know I've yeah, talked about fryer. it, but I haven't done. Yeah. It. So this weekend we were in Gadsden visiting my parents, okay. and my mom got one. Okay, so she was cooking up a storm with this air fryer. Mm-hmm. Well, we hadn't been home. We have not been home ten minutes from from coming back from their house, and Amanda goes to Costco and gets one. Oh, really? She has cooked stuff in this air. Like, I've really, had to say, hey, babe, you don't have to cook everything. Yeah, like, yeah. calm down. Right. I mean, oh, it's delicious. It's fast. It's quick. It's, oh, yeah. I mean, just the things she's cooking, and it's awesome. Helmsy, we, we, got so, one for, we got one for, for JC, and with it came a cookbook. That's it. Uh, yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. And so we, we, you know, we sit here, and, and just she looks through it, and we go, hey, let's make this tonight. She and made we a, use it all the time. She made a piece of fish yesterday for lunch. Ooh, uh, nice. For me, it was good. Nice. Um, well but she just, she's going nuts with it. Like, I've had to calm down. I mean, tell her to calm down. Like, <laughs> hey. We don't have – not every meal has to be cooked in this air fryer. Well, it's new and everybody's fired up about it. It is. I've been, I've been wanting to dabble. I've just haven't so, done it. So we've jumped in that world. Yeah. The air fryer world. Well, I mean, welcome in. And it's good. Welcome too. in. I love you the can, way it does fries and chicken fingers. Oh, man. You kidding? You can gracious. You can really show up. You can even make um, like popcorn shrimp. I know. And have like really? – uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, See, I didn't week, realize. Last week we had shrimp po' boys. Greg, I thought I thought this was mainly for like the things I just said, chicken mm-hmm. fingers and fries. Yeah. I didn't know you could do just about anything mm-hmm. on the planet. Hey, yes. hey, it I, makes it makes really good wings. Yeah, I've heard really that. good wings. Wait a minute, yeah, Greg, I'm, I'm telling you, it's I'm it's just a tell- very strange hey, deal. Look at me, don't hate. Well, and I can't, I mean? hey, I can't figure out the science behind it. Yeah, that's bothered me a little bit. <laughs> like I got to do a little more detail. Yeah. Um, information on that sure because i don't understand i may have to jump in even on the fish part just right. i don't i mean i don't well it's a college student's dream it uh, is and and so um jc had that and we, we've got it at the house now and it's it's it, it i knew you well. had jumped off in that world and we hadn't yeah. yet oh hey the, cook, the cookbook's good too because you think oh what, what, what can we make and then you start looking through the cookbook and you're like well man look at here I know. this looks good yeah. Yeah. so have fun with it i, I know she will she is. Seems to be a hobby the last three days. Yeah, yeah. Well, stay with it. Uh, stay She's with cooked it. in the air fryer more than I've played tennis, and I've played tennis a lot. <laughs> wow. I'm going to get me one of them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway, f- finishing my cereal thing, today General Mills is, uh, is you know, they're famous for parading out, like, uh, Count Chocula and, what, Frankenberry and Booberry, like, during Halloween today, introducing Monster Mash Cereal. They're celebrating 50 years of monster cereals. Boy, I'm monster excited mash about cereal. that. Well, how does that Tell sound, y'all? Monster I don't like mash, any I don't, monster mash cereal. No, I don't either. I don't know. I, I don't either. I don't like it at all. I'm you not want, a big. You want to honor Captain get, Crunch? Come on. I don't really. I don't really vary out a little bit. I don't. I don't go out with my cereal. Just give me like Cheerios or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. The number eight six six. We be big as always. We thank you so much for hanging out with us each and every day. Uh, we have got the charity charge check presentation a little bit later in the show. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings also bringing by some food today, uh, so the staff's a little giddy for that. Don't forget Bible study live today noon central, and the will of meat could spin at any moment. 
Uh, so that's there for you. Uh, as uh, as we get uh, rolling here through uh, the rest of this hour, uh, we're kind of just skimming the surface of some of the big stories uh, over the day. And, you know, I was watching some of uh, Major League Baseball yesterday, just kind of looking over at it. Uh, I also saw a lot of Tim Tebow news today. I saw where Urban Meyer came out and made a statement about old Tim. Oh, Tim said that it was uh, really nice to have him around. Everybody loved him in the locker room. I bet, yeah. Uh, but it yeah, just it just it just didn't work out. Uh, and yeah, um, that, that was you know, it's Tim Tebow. I get it and all that. But that you're that's a pretty big deal you're trying to do. You, you're mm-hmm. going to show up in your what thirty early thirties, right? I know you've been in the NFL and all that, but that's right. I mean, I didn't really think he had a shot. I didn't, either. and that's nothing against him. I'm right. just saying that's hard to do to a position you've never played. Right, and, and you're and, at the, the highest level there is. I know baseball lets you hang around there for a little while, but right. well, it, well, I I wasn't sure because we had never really ever seen him, and I knew we we had had stories about what he could possibly do and things that other teams had tried at practice that we haven't seen. But I thought, well, maybe he's he's athletic enough and good enough where he can do that. You know, uh, I had no idea, um, and it obviously didn't work out. But you know, um, it's gonna be hard for him to show up and. and beat out guys that this is what they've done mm-hmm. you know and they're pro level players and yeah. i've been playing this position my whole life and yeah. right. look you have exceptions like uh gates you remember that he was a basketball player you've mm-hmm. had some guys do yeah. that to transfer from basketball but it's you know they're in their prime and they're not you know yeah well and the it. age thing is i think a bigger factor than anything yeah. at this right, point exactly. and and people don't give that enough. Um, I mean, he is – we think he's still 26, 28, and he's 34. And in football, that's like 44, yeah. if not yeah. older than that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I, but looking at the Braves, uh, I, I I realized the other night uh, when they swept the Nationals, I guess it was, it was they took yeah. over first place. They sure did. Yeah. The Phillies wow. lost a few in a row. Couldn't and believe then, that. And they won a few. How about and that? so first place and won again last night in – I guess the last two nights. I think last night was the first night in three or four nights where Dansby Swanson hadn't hit a home run. Mm-hmm. He's been on fire. Freeman's knocking it out of the park. They got another righty in the from that injury. The the kid I can never say his name. Yano Yanni. Um, mm-hmm. He's a right hander. First six weeks of the season, he was pitching awesome, and then he gets mad and hits his punches like a, a bit, the smart. the bench yeah. and breaks his hand. So he's been out. He comes back last night, and he looks like he never stopped. Yeah. Um, so I hope they're we don't playing get mad well. again. I had no idea. I got tickets for – it's part of Braden's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I got tickets for August 28th. And they, I didn't I didn't realize this because I, I don't follow it enough. I looked and said, okay, the Braves are playing. Okay, good. They're playing the Giants. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't realize the Giants were in first place in their division. So go. I'm going to see yeah. the first place Giants and the first place Braves. I had no idea that I was picking that oh, particular well game. I was looking at dates that yeah. fit us. Well played. And so it's uh, it worked out. Uh, well, looking spe- forward to that. So so baseball. So we have, uh, we have the Detroit Tigers. Uh, and they're playing uh, the Angels, and Shohei um, uh, Otani uh, was was uh, the pitcher, and a Detroit announcer is in trouble because they claim he made a racist remark. Guys, uh, you talking and, about no fun zone? Uh, yeah, oh, my goodness. And Adler, I'm about to play audio of to this. Me, I don't know if you can take to it. To me, or not. this is entertaining, and I think Otani would feel the same we exact way. We need to way. lighten up. Yeah, Look, I mean, we have. <sighs> Let me see if this has it in here. We're kind of slip queuing it here, but let's let's see what this guy's. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful. 
Shohei Otani is coming to the plate. That, and, that's uh, why he's in trouble right there. Yeah. My attention yeah, tonight. Listen, I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or uh, Shohei Otani. Uh, that, that's why he's in trouble. How about if it, something so, about hey, Rick? Something this? about Rick being locked out is owning me right now. Is this the second day in the row? Yeah, he's down yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> just I'm seeing him through the window, guys. Again, uh, <laughs> okay, two other. In this particular, so situation. here it is again. So just, we're to the point. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm gonna say something. There's a lot of Asian people. If they're not from America, yeah. that's how they say. I'll be honest. Okay? I wish Shohei. I don't mean that they're that you that they're bad people. That's how they talk. <laughs> if you want to make fun of somebody from the South, you're going to talk with a Southern yes. accent. Yes. What, I mean, you, how you is that? If we're offended by that, he had no, to apologize over it. Man, he's that's, got pipes. I promise you, there was not one person of Asian descent offended. Now they may be. Shohei some, was in the dugout going, "Man, I wish I could speak English like that." Yeah, yeah he would. Well, right, right. I'm just saying, come on. I mean, well, he's had to issue an apology, and and now we're wondering I, if, if he'll actually keep his job. That's Unreal. crazy. Wow. That is absolutely wow, wow. so. He'll what have was to go so to some horrible. sensitivity training, I'm sure. What was so horrible about? So we're acting like that. There's people that don't that don't make them less a person, Mm-mm. but we have accents based on where we're from, right? Well, stere- you can't you can't and isn't that turn from a movie? stereotypes. There's something in a movie, a line. I can't remember what it was from an Asian character, and it was that. That's basically what he was mocking. Yeah. Seems like I, I I don't know, but very very careful. Yeah, just well now don't you get oh, in trouble? Well, I mean, is it from? Uh, I'm not apologizing. Did he say that in the is Gremlins when is? he bought the Gremlins? Now house? what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very better careful. Shohei Otani is coming to the plate, and uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize up. if I did. Certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. That's just Jack Morris, the yeah. Detroit Tigers oh announcer. Is that the, that's the Jack Morris that used to pitch, isn't it? I don't know. Or is it? Uh, I think this guy's just like a Hall of Fame announcer. All right, so let me ask you this, and, and you, this is unfair – Question you, Speedy, you may not have this in the story because we were just talking about this coming back from mm-hmm. commercial break. I want to know who told him it was offensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to know how told. long right. in the game, like if he said it in the second yeah. inning, did mm-hmm. it go? Did he make the apology in the fifth? Mm-hmm. Like how long, how many innings no, went it, by? It says here shortly after making uh, his comment, uh, he apologized. So I wonder who told him. Oh, somebody had to get in his ear. Did somebody hey, start blowing him up on Twitter, the fake world out there, or did somebody, did a, a producer, producer go, hey, um, need to throw out the I apology? Because that's what we do. We apologize for everything. Yeah. I love this one, though. <clears throat> uh, I don't know why I have to you know, give it in this voice here. Uh, it should be noted that he didn't actually apologize for the racist joke. He, he apologized for possibly anyone that was offended by it. So wait a minute. You know. So so not a, now his apology is not good. Enough, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. He offended somebody by cutting up a little bit about an Asian <laughs> accents, which is which are real, by the yeah. way. They what, are. One. Doesn't, per- it's not disrespectful. That's a, like I say. Somebody. We all have accents. If you like, I say come to Alabama. You mm-hmm. want to hear them? We got two or three different accents in Alabama. I mean, my goodness. All right. So it everybody says here, needs to lighten the crap up. Hamza, it says it's unclear what motivated Morris to apologize and if he faces any consequences for his remarks. Of course, everybody wants to weigh in now. It sure sounds like he's mocking Japanese players, someone said on on social media. Also, someone, one person watching the game says that he should face uh, 
uh, consequences for what he did. Oh, so it's, by the way, this is the same Jack Morris at pitch that we all. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. So this is this is going to grow into something else, I'm sure. For the you twins. know, he played. He had played for the Twins for a couple years. Played Series. for the Toronto Blue Jays for a couple years. Um, that's, and then the Cleveland I'm Indians, sorry, and then Detroit Tigers. Yeah, where he started his career because at first I thought it was the mostly. the announcer with deep pipes that that was Jack, but Jack comes in after this. So I think it's. Okay. I thought now what do you do with Shohei Otani? He better better careful. So see, that's yeah. it's it's not. Uh, the, the announcer with pipes. Guys, guys. So it looks like he just hey. does color. <clears throat> I'm he was a good pitcher. He he had oh, like 250-plus oh, yeah, wins. Yeah. I don't think he ever made it 300, but he, he oh, was he a was, good pitcher. He was really good. Uh, so so now. Four-time okay, World Series champion, all, by the way. How about that? He, he, hey, how about he apologizes? Right. But then his apology, he didn't apologize right. Because right. he didn't apologize for saying it. Mm-hmm. He just apologized for who. What's the difference? What is the difference? Well, he didn't apologize for. Well, he, he doesn't have anything to apologize for. And, is and, that is that again? Here we go. That's where we're at. <clears throat> if we are down to this, then everything else is just peachy keen when and, it and comes did, to race or whatever. Because if we're down to this, we must have taken care of all the big stuff. But he did say How? on off in there. He said I didn't mean any disrespect to him. He did say. My well, he didn't even have to say that. Shouldn't even been acknowledged. To eat. Uh, yeah, I mean, that? good night. Uh, what half head think of it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say, say, uh, let me just see here how he apologizes again, so we make sure this apology is good enough. Tony has come to the plate, and uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, well, that, okay. for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or uh, Shohei Otani. I did if- not intend for any offensive thing and i apologize if i did <laughs> certainly respect and have the utmost respect so for he this did guy both. What he said that? he said i, I apologize if i offended right. and he said also i said he said i apologize for what guys we know this well if you weren't offended he don't owe you an apology with this bunch of politically <clears throat> correct my idiots goodness. that we have in our it's never enough it doesn't matter what you give them. Right. You can go above uh, and beyond. He apologized. He didn't mean you it. can go above and beyond, and they're it's they're never satisfied. Golly. Never. Ah. So that's there for you. So uh, Detroit Tigers drama after uh, Jack crazy. Morris. I, I like I love too how everybody's just always uh, just gone ahead and labeled it racist remarks. Right. Race so, so if racist, you, if the so word they, they don't know Jack Morris's heart, right? When so it if comes you don't, to race, if you don't listen to it and you just read the headline, you don't know what he said. You're like, what in the world? Oh, I did. I thought he, yeah, yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Got eight minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show, the number 866-WE-BE-BIG. This portion of the show brought to you by Gabby.com slash Bubba. That's, you know, Gabby stands for Get a Better 
insurance. There's uh, many companies out there claiming to compare auto and home insurance rates, but there's only one who actually does it, uh, and that is uh, Gabby. Get a better insurance with Gabby.com slash Bubba. Uh, they do the true comparison platform where you can see uh, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses, but uh, actual quotes uh, with uh, coverages with 40 of the top insurance providers to see if you have uh, a good rate uh, with what you have, uh, you know, covered. And look, they do uh, the the comparison on what sh- your coverage is right now. Like in other words, not hey, well, if you move over here and change your policy, and no, it's like okay, this is your policy, this is what you have covered. Okay, now let's shop that exact same policy with forty of the top insurance providers. We'll come back to you and tell you if you need to stay where you are, or maybe you could move over here and get a much better rate. So when it comes to car or homeowner's insurance, you need to check them out at Gabby.com slash Bubba Bubba, and uh, and see if they can help you. That's Gabby.com slash Bubba and see if Gabby can help you. That's G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Or you can find a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so... Uh, when we come on, we're coming back. We, we're, we're kind of discussing a topic in the break. We actually have unscreened phone calls just to flash in here too. Uh, but um, we uh, we want to get into something real quick, and we'll try to get you uh, if we can here before top of the hour. Uh, those of you that are calling, but uh, Helms, you say that you uh, experienced you, something odd yesterday, but it, right. it, it's a it's a great story. But it, it took me a minute to figure out what was going on, and okay. so. You know, this year I have I have determined I'm going to get my back into back into a situation where I can continue to play tennis and do some okay. things I hadn't been done in a while, and I've done that. I've got to that point, and mm-hmm. so the kids go back to school. I got a lot of time on my hands, and so I have been swinging a tennis racket a ton. Mm-hmm. And so on Tuesdays I do this clinic where I go where it's, a, it's like eight men, mm-hmm. it's an hour, oh. and it's a it's almost Ooh, like I'm a, at a clinic. it's I'm almost at a clinic. Like, it's a it's a cardio where are you type, going to the clinic uh, mm-hmm. cardio type tennis clinic. And guys, I'm I'm gonna be honest. At one point yesterday, I looked at the clock and thought, so you got another twenty five minutes of this. Like, are you gonna get through so, it? So what do you have? You have like a it's coach just, or somebody? That, so there's that, two. There's two. Uh, um, coaches and mm-hmm. then eight guys that, and the guys are I, I'm probably anywhere from 35 to 60. Okay. We'll, we'll say that. And uh, I mean, we get after it for an hour. Like there's a, there was a time yesterday I was I was struggling. But anyway, there's a guy in there, and I'll leave his name out just because I don't know that I don't think he would mind me talking about this. But but I didn't know it. I had never <laughs> met him before, <laughs> and I and I got to noticing he's a really good player. But I got to noticing every time he went to hit a ball. He would he would rotate his his head. It was it was almost. What do you a, mean, like looking out of the corner of his like, eye? Yes, and so like I mean, well, he got a tick. He would not, <laughs> Craig. Yeah. No, uh-huh. you don't. Yeah. So he yeah, would right. as the ball was coming to him, he would turn his turn to the left, and then he would hit. Almost like he's looking. At it's another. almost like his head is on a swivel. Almost okay. the way he's, he's giving you a head he, fake. He's looking away. It, it was it was the strangest deal. I'd never seen this before. Well, come to find out, really good tennis player. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And come to find out, he's blind in one eye. And he, buddy, buddy, I'm serious. I'm not making. No, this I'm just up. saying you're trying to hide his identity. And, well, he's if he's a one eye tennis well, player, probably, everybody probably goes, "Oh yeah, that's Johnny." Well, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so listen. Yeah, I love how he's like, "Well, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say who it is. I promise you, can tear it down." Yeah, in the tennis community, yeah, that's the one eye tennis player. But it was unbelievable what he was doing. With I, I mean, right. look, he would. So he got a patch. 
No, 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 no. No, it's not like and, he doesn't and, have an eye. Well, he here's just the thing, can't Greg. See out of the other one. No. Until the clinic was over, and I was talking to somebody later on in the day that actually brought this particular man's name up. I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, I, I almost, I said, I almost said, it's the guy that he he does something weird with his head before he hits, mm. and he goes, hey, you know, he's got he's he's blind in one eye, and that's, oh, wow. and I'm like, well, that makes per, that's, hey, that's why in, he does this. That's impressive, though, and it is impressive. And and I I'll say this because he would like on the backhands. I want to say he was right eye dominant, and so he couldn't see out of his left. And so when mm-hmm. he would went like for a backhand, he would turn mm-hmm. like to hit the ball. He would turn his head like this. Greg, please don't miss what he's please doing. Look at and, and and then on this side of like th- here's what it would look like. He would he would kind of you know it was just a. I never seen Jack, is it? And so here, here's the thing: when you're playing doubles, <laughs> Greg, that's so good. When uh, when you're playing doubles, a lot of times when you're volleying at the net and stuff yeah. like that, and your partner, you don't know where they're at on the court. You're sure. you're reading the eyes of your opponent to see where they may oh, he's, go. He's got maybe try to anticipate. And so it was very hard to realize. Okay, where's he hitting the ball here? I just I don't know. It was amazing what he was able to do. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it is. It is amazing. It was just different. I hadn't seen it. Guys, okay? It, y'all want to know what was going on in my day? That's what was well, going on in my day. Right, so, it ain't like you spoke in, in an Asian accent. Well, you're that's good. a great yeah, point. Really. Yeah. You're, so you're so close one eye. And, 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 and what? I, just, I don't know that function? I could do it. Could you function? Well, and I think mm-hmm. about I think about like Did the – swinging? Yeah. I mean, that's hard. <laughs> Did you say? And did you say? I don't know, but that's hard to do. Did you say he? I don't wink well, so I can't really close one eye. Have you had the conversation with him about? No, have not. So you don't know if this was his dominant eye that that uh, he still has, or if he if he lost sight out of the other one. Yeah, I don't know. I know that, but I'm just saying. Imagine if it wasn't. He had to readjust. Huh? I got a lot of questions for him. That's tough. Yeah. Don't know how it happened. Don't know how long this has been going on. And um, I mean, I didn't. But, I don't really know the guy but at you, all. It, all right, let me ask you this: If you hadn't played tennis with him and saw how he was turning his head, would you know that he was like? If you just saw him, like when you're talking to him face to face, does it look? Does no, it look like, not at all. Like, not at all. I had no, one eye that just. Matter of fact, we were partners at, at times yesterday, and and would talk and communicate mm-hmm. and all. And I was like, I I had no clue. Wow. I'd like to see you approach. Still, it. Hey, if I wouldn't have had the exchange with another guy later on in the afternoon, I still wouldn't. Have. Thought, I yeah, would have thought it was just a guy that turned his, his neck roll uh, before he hit a tennis ball. Yeah, and you know, hey, what's wrong? He's there out there. Really? He's blind. I'm like, oh, he's really? got the, quite the setup. Like yeah. he's, you know, his prep to hit yeah. is. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you need to approach it with him because I mean, you were legally. Blind oh, I got a lot time. of questions. I yeah, want to ask. Sure, you. I forgot about that. Yeah, Benny Hinn healed you. Yeah, and see, you can't. I'm, I can't. I'm breathing so hard and can't hardly get through it. I can't talk about it during the clinic. Right. I just got to get through the clinic. Yeah. He's a good player. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba to Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. I can't start All across Rick and Bubba land, we start this hour with a national anthem. can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming 
Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the minutes past the hour the rick and bubba show here we go uh much to do charity charge for buffalo wild wings again today uh never thirst is gonna get a check today we'll chat with them and we'll talk to tim spencer and give you an opportunity for another charity charge coming up on monday so that happens today uh wednesday bible study returns a brand new series today session one we will walk word for word through the book of first corinthians uh, very timely for the times that we be living in, uh, and we will start that today, session one. Watch it live at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern, on our YouTube channel. It'll be archived soon after. You can grab it on your own time, either either on the uh, the YouTube archive or the podcast archive. Totally up to you. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Adler have already given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network, the podcast archives, uh, live or archived on our YouTube channel, are also live on our TuneIn app. Uh, however you get the Rick and Bubba show, we're thankful uh, that you are with us. Uh, also, don't forget uh, that Will of Meat is in play. Could happen today on the program as well, right there. Uh, there he is, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Come on, let's get with the program. We better get after it because a lot of folks are not. That's right. <laughs> this wagon's getting heavy. A few oh, yeah. more pullers in it. Let's go. 
fire. Wow, who would have thought we had another, what, 200 and something elements? Uh, oh, my, we got a lot of them. So, I, and, and, Greg, I want to correct you today. I have not forgotten my office keys two days in a row. I've forgotten them two out of three days. Okay. Okay, I forgot you them. You did have one day between. I, for, I forgot them over the weekend, didn't have okay. them Monday. I actually full, got everything yesterday and forgot them again today. Okay. Well, what's happening, a couple things happen. Uh, you have a little trouble finding your key. Well, here's the thing. These fobs, here a fob, there a fob, everybody are a fob, 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 fob. Everybody get, you know, fob James. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I call I call our fobs at our house fob James after mm-hmm. the old Alabama governor. A lot of yeah, people don't even know yeah. what I'm saying. Sherry was like, why do you keep calling these things fob <laughs> But anyway, um, so – the fob for the for the big uh, lift kit, the Ram fifteen hundred with the lift kit, the fob for it is so big that you can't you can't really put it on a keychain with your yeah. other keys because it's just now you just you're wrestling a giant you know like a like a metal spider. <laughs> so I I keep my my fob separate and that's fine unless you're old and forgetful. Uh, and then you leave with your fob because just you know as long as you get in your truck and go, you don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you leave your office keys on your desk. So that that's what keeps happening because they're separate. And and maybe I just can't function in that world with with keys that are separate. Maybe it's too much to keep up with. Yeah. Then yesterday, um, my glasses. I put my glasses in my front pocket so I could wear my sunglasses. <laughs> and then I had to stop. Uh, you know, at the place that's the safest COVID place on the on the planet. A home improvement store. Yes, you know there's yeah. no COVID yeah. in there. The only thing safer, never has been. Now the Never. only place safer than than that is either a grocery store or Obama's birthday party. Right. And right. Uh, and so I, I go in there and I had to pick up some stuff and I had to load it. Uh, you know, you know, you mean business when you have to go get a cart and put stuff on there and push it out to your truck. So I went to load it and as I was loading it, I guess I kept bending over to put stuff in the truck and, I, and my keys shot out of my front pocket somewhere. I mean my my glasses. So. My glasses ended up somewhere. I, I went you back. Had no idea. No idea. I look. I went back and looked in the store. Well, you couldn't see either. Today. Uh, looked. Looked in the parking lot. So I'm back to reading glasses today because oh. I can function without the others, but I can't function without reading glasses. All right, so what is it? What does it look like? So like when you look like to, to us, you, there's no difference if you have glasses on or not. Uh, it's just when you look down, you know, it's not as clear uh-huh. as you want it to be. Right. Uh, but reading without these, no way. Yeah. 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 You got to have that. Yeah, and then you got to wear them way down on your nose yeah, so you can see. Yeah, right. Y- y'all are not as clear to me as I wish you were, mm. but you're. Is clear. that why you're squinting? Yeah, but you're. <laughs> hey, but you're clear enough. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Who you wants look us funny to be, without them? Who wants we're us used to, be to clear. seeing you with them on? I know. Right? How about it used to be funny for me to have them on. Now it's funny for me not to have them on. Yeah, yeah it so, is. Funny. So and it's kind of like the beard. You know, one time the beard looked weird. Now it looks, looks weird without the beard. Yeah. So I, I just uh, I didn't have a very good day yesterday. Not a lot of wins. I uh, I lost. <laughs> I left my keys at the at the office and I lost my glasses. Man. Oh, all right. So, so and I Look, don't the, the good news you got out of uh, you got out of Ka- of uh, Cabal before it was too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, have you ever tried I to call to say Kuwait for some reason? Yeah. I, I called a the, where I have my my eye doctor where I go. I called them telling them I lost my glasses and I need some, and they almost just started laughing at me. They were like, you talking about like you need some like now? I said, like as quick as possible. They said, how's two, two to three weeks out to you? Oh, I no. said, doesn't sound good at all. Right? Matter of fact, I hate that. Uh, matter of fact. And, and like I've got to today, I've got to go do something where I've got to read a teleprompter. Uh, that won't be easy. Uh, and then I have a conference uh, this weekend. Yeah, I was thinking that's so, what I But I think as long as I have these on that, I'll be fine. Did, let me Until ask, you lose those. Mm-hmm. Let me ask. Well, I don't want to get into this yet. But, but the good news I, is I've got tons of these. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, like 40 or 50. We'll yeah, put them in every house. bag you take. Uh, yeah, right. <clears throat> did, did y'all see the shot of the crowd when Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, was addressing the crowd 
giving his his terrible Afghanistan speech, oh which gosh. no one is praising. Yeah. Um, did you see the shot with the, with the crowd and the teleprompter where at the bottom of it, it says in big letters, leave now? You no, know, when he said it says leave now in big yellow Are letters at the me? bottom. To te- so he knows. Y'all, Rick Scott, the senator from Florida, says the Congress needs to take up the 25th Amendment debate that to remove Biden. Oh, yeah. He's not he's not willing. Well, no, I mean, he really isn't. I mean, he can't do what needs to be done from just a mental capacity. I certainly don't want the vice president to be in charge, but the commander has left the building. Right. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. 21 minutes past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Thanks for being with us today. So, uh... We, we work our way through this uh, horrible Afghanistan thing again today. And, Bubba, we, we were introduced to a couple of things yesterday. One of them is the kinder, gentler Taliban. Uh, they, they say they're, it's the Taliban 2.0. Uh, the, the <laughs> but we've got a lot of video that says it's not going to be a whole lot different. Yeah, uh, uh, you may mm. you, if you just want to peruse the internet, you yeah. can find all you want. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's one it. guy in particular that was tarred and drove around the back of a pickup truck. I yeah. don't know if you saw that. One. Yeah, saw some images too of women that were uh, they yeah. were they were letting them know they were back in charge. You know, with whatever that is, they hit people with. Yeah. Uh, also, also the um, uh, this Twitter thing. You know, if Twitter wants to have any, any, just just a fraction of credibility of any kind, uh, any kind of integrity, you, you can't live in a world that former President Donald Trump cannot be on Twitter, but the leader of Taliban can. I, I mean, Twitter says it will continue to proactively enforce their rules and review content that may violate Twitter's rules, especially policies against glorification of violence. Platform manipulation and spam. So the Taliban doesn't. The qualify. Taliban does not meet that criteria to be. But pulled. Trump does. Yes. Okay. Yes. And now Babylon. Yeah, B, I'm just. I'm so done with them. I, I just. Uh, uh, you know. I know we need to communicate with the listeners. Sure. For for the love of Pete, is there not a better way? I'd like to tell <laughs> these these people to go take a hike. Uh. So uh, Babylon B doesn't miss an opportunity here. Uh, Trump sneaks back on Twitter by disguising himself as Taliban Taliban spokesperson. Yeah, I saw that. That is very funny. Don by the way. Don Hamid Trumpistan. <laughs> Don Hamid. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that uh, that's solid gold. Speaking right there. of the former president, yeah, he uh, he came on Hannity last night to discuss the situation, and he yeah. was in rare form. Rare form, you might imagine. So we got about a Needs minute. A haircut. We got about uh, a minute worth yeah. of that. Here's some highlights of Donald Trump last night on Hannity. And beyond embarrassment. This is something that it will affect our relationships for years to come and decades to come. I will say when China watches this, they're so happy and they're laughing at us. They're laughing. I extracted billions and billions of dollars out of China. Never happened. We never got 10 cents from China. Billions and billions. They were so happy to see a rigged election. They might have helped it along, actually, but they were so happy. But, Sean, I'll tell you what, this is the greatest embarrassment that I've ever seen. This is, and you know it better than you do, an incredible job in covering it, and I appreciate it. The whole country appreciates it. 
This is the greatest embarrassment in the history of our country. There's never been. And let me tell you, we haven't stopped. This is not ending again. We have all of those thousands of Americans over there and others. And you're saying, how are they going to get? They have a Taliban ring around the airport. They said nobody else. Now, they're saying we'll negotiate. But I really do you really think I mean, their history is that they're very brutal and they don't like to negotiate. That's their history. And Biden put us in this position. Now, Bubba was telling me that you know, people have been wondering about Trump. Trump didn't want us to be there either. Uh, but Trump answered last night why we did not leave in May, which is something Biden tried to throw around. And he said, we didn't leave in May. I'd reduce it down to, what, 2,500 troops? Yeah, it was from 15,000, yeah. And, and he said, we didn't leave because the Taliban had to meet certain criteria for us to leave, and they wouldn't stay where they had to stay for us to leave, so we didn't leave. But uh, it, with only 2,500 combat troops there, and with the contractors that were keeping the airplanes flying, we could air support and keep them at bay. And that's that's what it was. There was no Taliban problem on January the 16th or whenever it was Trump left. So uh, that's the reason. And, and Biden stayed with the agreement. They didn't leave in May because the, they had not met certain standards uh, for this. Biden And Biden will tell you, Trump made this deal. But then he didn't do away with the deal like he did away with every other deal Trump had done, right. which he clearly had the ability to do that. But it's easier. The only, the only governance that Joe Biden has had is to blame Trump for everything. Right. And it's kind of a broken record at this point. You've been president seven months. You signed how many hundreds of executive orders? Really? Really? Well, well, well. It sounds like to me. Blame we, Trump for low gas prices. Blame Trump for when there was peace in, in the Taliban or in Afghanistan. Anybody enjoying that inflation out there? It's a doozy. Yeah. Yeah. Priced anything like you, you realize that when when the prices of everything go up and the and the service we get goes down, everybody's mm. affected, not just rich folks. Matter of fact, yeah. I would say once again, rich folks probably not bothered by it near as bad as everybody else. Hmm. Uh, because, uh, you know, that, that's, that's the beauty of if prices go up, who do you think that hurts the most? People with a lot of money or people that are going from month to month? So, so it, it is interesting every time we, we, we think this wonderful left party is all for the working folks and we're going to go get those rich people. But I got news for you. Everything costs more right now, and that affects everybody. Yeah. Everything costs more. And the services are worse than they've ever been. And the efficiency is horrible. You can't get anything, and when you get it, it's priced through the roof. Uh, and uh, and that's just gonna that's just gonna continue. Uh, that with with if the if the way we're approaching these policies and the way we keep printing money, good gracious. The, I mean, I don't have the rundown sheet. Does, is there any more of the Trumpster from last night talking about his agreement with the Taliban? Uh, I, not that I know of. Mm-hmm. No, but 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 wasn't that what it was? Didn't we just explain it? Yeah, we did. Well, he yeah. he went into detail about and, the deal, right? And, and, and what he told him, you know, right, basically right. setting setting the bar on on like this is. You'll be okay if you do this, but if you do anything else, then the force of, of, well, and, of America is coming down on you. But. And the only thing that the Taliban's of the world understand, and Trump said this last night, Bubba, and uh, according to what you heard, is that if, if you'll do this, 
we will leave. But if you don't, we will come after you with, with so much force and we'll annihilate you. It, it was a goalpost agreement. Right. You had to meet. If you want us out of your country, if you want the evil in, invaders to go home, you got to act in this way and we will systematically leave at the appropriate time and quit spending a trillion dollars over there. Yeah. So I guess Biden came in and said, well, you don't have to meet that criteria anymore. We just won't leave. We're just going to cut. And That's what it looks like. Run. I mean, and Cut and run, and it's left total chaos. Right. And, and buddy, it is a mess. It is a – and I love when people are saying, hey, look, don't, don't compare this to Saigon. No, it's worse. Yeah, you're right. It is worse. And here's what Trump is, is worried about. He mentioned it there. There's still thirty to 40,000 Americans in Afghanistan. And he is very much afraid they're going to be held hostage. Yeah. And they're going to demand that we uh, clean out Guantanamo and God knows what else around the world to get them out. Well, let's face it. If you love to take hostages and there's 30,000 of them around. You got a lot to deal with. Let me tell you something. You're fishing fishing in some really, really good water. But he even talked about it last night. He said, look, when you leave. You get the military is the last people to go. That's right. You, you get the civilians out first, then you get your equipment out, then you get the, the military out last. Well, you heard Zeller. Zeller was so mad when he got mad at Brian Williams yesterday. He said, "I don't know what I don't know what speech you heard. I've been talking to this administration for months on the way to do this to minimize the problems we now have, and they just ignored me on all of it and did exactly what we said not to do." Uh, so we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant ghouls. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 35 minutes now past the hour. Thanks for being with us. Relief Factor teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show and uh, bringing relief. I mean, bringing relief. Uh, Let me tell you, if you are struggling uh, with pain and it's tied to inflammation... You really need to try Relief Factor. We, we've all used it. It's really helped us. We, we, we think it's going to help you. Uh, it does the majority of the people who use it. So get a three-week trial pack right now for less than 20 bucks, uh, and then when they send you the three-week trial pack, then, then you will know, you will know uh, whether it works for you or not because inside three weeks, you should start seeing some relief, and if you don't, uh, then you know that this, uh, this is not the answer, but you would be in the minority. For the majority of the people, it is the answer. And think about just if this works for you the way it has for so many. Uh, the over-the-counter stuff not designed to be used as a daily regimen. That's not what that was created for uh, because there are some side effects for if, if there's overuse. You have the addictive properties of the opioids. We all know the disaster that has been in our country. So if there's an all-natural solution boy that's that's the best of all worlds so uh why don't you go now and get yours relieffactor.com it's got um I, uh, it's got icarin curcumin uh, resveratrol and an omega-3 in it uh, it's kind of like the the avengers of inflammation right there in one little pack so go to relieffactor.com to learn more also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button so we we continue uh, to look at this um uh this situation uh, involving uh, our country and the taliban and and the disaster that has been this withdrawal from Afghanistan, 
So we, we let you hear from uh, former President Trump. He was talking about the deal that he had with them, trying to c- clarify. Now uh, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is going to give us the bad news about um, the amount of military weaponry that has now fallen into the hands of the Taliban that, that of course, was our stuff, uh, the latest and the greatest. And, uh, and here is that uh, video clip. Yes. Thank you. Um, what happens to the billions dollar, of dollars worth of weaponry that the U.S. gave Afghanistan? Does the U.S. have a plan for that, or does it remain in the Taliban? We don't have a complete picture, obviously, of where every article uh, of defense materials has gone, but certainly a fair amount of it has fallen into the hands of the Taliban. And uh, obviously, we, we don't have a sense that they are going to readily hand it over to us at the airport. <laughs> no <laughs> joke, Sherlock. Blah, blah, blah. Now, a fair amount. A fair amount of uh, of the, the, the greatest weapons the world has. I'd like has to follow there, up. How much <laughs> is a fair amount in U.S. dollars? I want you to listen Try to this. Somebody, the, the National Security <laughs> Advisor for the United States of America just said the following statement. <laughs> the Taliban, or Taliban, <laughs> however you want to say it, they have a fair amount of our weapons, and we're just not quite all that confident they're going to hand them back over to us at the airport. Yeah, I think you can be uh, real confident. <laughs> of that. Can you imagine? I mean, it's a we've upgraded their military a hundred years. As you said, that's a pretty good twenty-year wait to just go back in power with more stuff. Yeah, they've, they've but, made quite the, a deal. But the, remember, this is going to be a kinder, gentler Taliban. Yeah, you can the, count on that. Ask, yeah. ask the guy who was just tarred and driven around the city. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he didn't look like that. Didn't look too good, did it? Uh, so they, they're going to end up with a lot of weapons. Uh, now, we've all been seeing this video yesterday of the U.S. military cargo plane. Uh, we, we see these people crammed in to the bottom, look at this, of the plane. Wow. Uh, I don't see a lot of masks. I don't see a lot of passports or visas. We don't know who these people are. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if there wasn't some terrorist who got on there right. figuring this was a good way to get in the country. Well, yeah, if I've been trying to get in, I couldn't. You know, now this is yeah. even easier than going to the southern border. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now uh, we, we, we're going to bring that, that. That's a lot of folks in the, the old belly. It, 500, uh, yeah. 600 mm-hmm. people. Yeah, this is the same aircraft which people fell to their deaths from. Yeah. And we did find human remains. Yeah, uh, sure in did. The, in well, the, you you saw the guy in the wheel well. Yeah, you knew believe, he wasn't gonna make. Well, it. I believe that was. I him. believe that's who yeah. they found. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's who they found. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the wheels go up and the door shuts. I wouldn't be hanging on it. Mm-mm. No, no. Did you see the guys too that were shooting the video that were hanging on it as they rolled down the the runway? I don't know if they fell off and people got their cameras or what. I, I don't but, know. Yeah, it's a. We saw the ones falling from the sky. Yes, yeah, all that. Yeah, and then we saw the guy in the wheel. Uh, when the door closed and yeah. he was kicking. Now, when we did find his remains, and of course yeah. now we have that that plane is sitting there for everybody to investigate. We got to look at everything and yeah. see if we can find the remains there. Uh, and then of course, Bubba, a hero's welcome uh, for the butcher, the butcher, the triumphant Taliban Baradar, co-founder. Is that his name? Yeah, I don't know how you say his first name. Is it Baradar, the butcher? Uh, he uh, he arrives in Afghanistan, Bubba, after a twenty year exile, mm-hmm. and the crowd and uh, cheers as his motorcade races through the streets at Kandahar. He, uh, the, the butcher has returned to a hero's welcome. Here he comes. The butcher's back. Um, you've heard Elton John's song. This is the butcher's back. Yep. He's yep. back. He's back. The butcher's back. Uh, and he is returning to Kandahar to a hero's welcome. You know, there is, uh, there is one point of resistance in this and it's the, the former vice president who was a warlord prior to the, all of this mm-hmm. and, uh, came over to the U S side. 
him and his small army are fighting a pretty good resistance uh, movement, we're told, north of the main city there, about 80 miles north. And they have never been conquered, by the way. Hmm. They they have never been conquered by the Taliban or the Russians or the Americans. How about that? And they're fighting the Taliban. They right must now. have a great place to dig in. They, they, Buddy, they're, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not some of those that cut and run, apparently. Um, we uh, Good news for all of, uh, the animal lovers and PETA out there. U.S. military dogs have been evacuated uh, from, the, from the city's airport. Mm-hmm. So we do have the dogs out. I want everybody to know that. Who, who let the dogs out? Yeah. Um, they, who? They, who? The, the, the military dogs. Uh, they, I'm glad they, they got out. Yeah. They're, well, you know what? They're a valuable asset they for are. us. Thank goodness they're out. Now, I the, wish we'd have got a few hmm. more of them Apache helicopters with them. Yeah, I tell you what, if some of them would have, yeah. if some of them would have fell out of the plane, I think some of the leftists would be ready to go back and get the Taliban. Right. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so they uh, they are out safely. We're glad to hear that. And then Bubba, the uh, the the bizarro world of President Biden versus Senator Biden. Have, have you heard this one? Uh, here's a little 40, 43 second montage of current President Biden talking about <laughs> Afghanistan versus himself. Senator Biden, uh, and uh, and listen to this inconsistency here. A lot of change here. He's, it must be Biden 2.0. Our mission in Afghanistan was never supposed to have been nation-building. It was never supposed to be creating a unified, centralized democracy. I've argued for many years that our mission should be narrowly focused on counterterrorism, not counterinsurgency or nation-building. In some parts of the administration, nation-building is still a dirty phrase. But the alternative to nation-building is chaos. A chaos that churns out bloodthirsty warlords, drug traffickers, and mm. terrorists. And we have, we've seen it happen in Afghanistan before. And I am, quite frankly, fearful it may happen again. So the president said he's never, for years, he said, we don't do nation-building. He said, he said. But he, well, he said it was a he good must, thing. He, he must have left out 2003 because yeah, there he well, said. They, they there, fair. There he said everybody quit acting like this is a, a dirty word because, you know, what you're going to have then is just chaos yeah. if, if you don't nation-build. Yeah. So yep. so it's, uh, it, mm. it's as if. Um, How does, about that? Does he yeah. think Senator Biden 2003 was a lot closer to the truth? Well, yeah. well, I go back to this. Do, do they just hope that we didn't have anything that was recorded back then that nobody can find it? Yeah, usually, if you're in a high-ranking government, uh, you know, position, people record things you say all. The yeah, time. especially if you're, you know, yeah. senator or president, right. you're going to get a lot of that. And sure. I got bad news for the president, Biden. If you have been in the government for over 40 years, there's a lot of recordings. Yes. There's a, a tremendous amount. Yep. Do, do, do you think some of these lifers in the government, do you think they could even function in the private sector sector at all? Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you're you a small business owner. Would you hire Joe Biden? No. <laughs> no. What would he be qualified to do today in your business? I, at one time, I would say press conference was not even more. You can't no. do that now. No. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, uh, Bubba. I mean, can you imagine you're, you're walking out and you're sitting down and across from you sits Nancy Pelosi and she wants to work for your company? I mean, can you? I certainly, she, to begin with, she would not be the spokesperson. She'd never get behind a microphone. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Burgess, yes, you have a, an interview for the position. Yeah, who's waiting on me in the lobby? Who's my next interview? Chuck Schumer. Just that passed. I mean, can, can you imagine sitting down with any of these lifers and just saying, and I would say that on the Republicans too, Republicans or Democrats. I wouldn't I wouldn't hire a, a lifer politician to tie my shoes. 
because they apparently de- can't can't reason anything. I mean, they they just they live in they live in a fake world, and now we're all living in their fake world. Yeah, and it's costing people's lives. Yeah. See, as the central government grows, and there's a guy caught in the wheel well. That doesn't look good, does it? Yeah. That's uh, wonder what he going through his mind right there. I bet he's thinking, wow, that door closed hard. Yeah, I bet it did. We'll be back. Uh, There's your updates. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance, that I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while It is nine minutes to the top of the hour. February made me shiver. The music from Don McLean uh, coming back from the break, American Pie. I can't recall any uh, more songs from him other than this and Vincent. The other, I don't, I'm sure he did others. None of us remember them. I can't uh, remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride. But something touched me deep inside. The day the music died. I must warn you, if you're a fan of Don McLean, the update here could find yourself so in a situation where Don McLean's about to feel a little creepy to you. Uh, but anyway, so he got his uh, star on the Walk of Fame, Don McLean did, Bubba, at 75 years old. Um, now, keep in mind, his girlfriend that he's been dating for almost five years. That would have made her 22 mm-hmm. when they started dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don McLean has his girlfriend with him when he is given the star on the Walk of Fame, Paris Dillon, who is 27. He is 75. She is 27. Uh, and uh, watching him kiss her Crazy. is uh, – you almost feel like that a policeman should run up and arrest him. But uh, it, uh, it's, um, it is very, very, very bizarre, very strange. Uh, but uh, again, don't forget they've been dating for almost five years. Please, please do not lose sight of that. Wow. So, um, you know, I know some people. We've talked about it before. Um, you know the 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 matrix of of, of crazy versus fine. Yeah. Over on the men's side, yeah. it, it's wealthy versus versus uh, fineness. Apparently so. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you something, Don McLean. Um, I know you probably just sit there and stare. At the at the the record American Pie, and and you know how many times do you look at it and say just thank you, you know because mm-hmm. does anybody think that Don McLean was just a seventy five year old dude who 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 never never wrote and sang American Pie that he would have any any that, that a woman that age would even go any I mean he hasn't even aged w- well wouldn't even glance he, at he, yeah. he he hasn't taken care of himself yeah. he's overweight uh, I don't know what he's doing with his hair. Uh, and, 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 and he, why, why would any, uh, young woman want to be with this man? If you, you know, I mean, it, now if you married him when y'all were both young and you're still with him, then praise the Lord. That's, that's beautiful. But, but this, <clears throat> this looks like somebody should, should roll in and somebody sh- like tackle Don McClain. I, I mean, and well, the, and we all know this, I don't right. have to tell you this, but I'll give you some specifics. Sixty million dollar net worth. Okay, uh-huh. that's what this is. And about. that's really it. 
It really is. Mm-hmm. It goes back, and she's to, close to that with him at seventy-five. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it sixty million. Sixty million net worth as of August twenty twenty-one. All right. Well, there you go. So, uh, I mean, in a weird a statement, that's he, a lot. I know that was a big hit, but. Yeah, well, man, that was a lot of. What else did he have? Well, keep in mind now, though, you got to you know, how this works. Yeah, I know. You, I know. He he had the big hit when having the big hit. He wrote it and 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 sang right. it. So he's getting so a he gets checks. a double dip. Yeah. and that's back when music sales were it. Yeah. Now, now if he uh-huh. had if he came out with American Pie today, unless he wanted to go on tour, he wouldn't be making that kind of jack on a hit record on the streaming and all that. But keep in mind, he also gets all the times that song's been used, and right, it's been used right. a ton. He gets all the he goes on the road and he gets paid. I mean, he has he's put together. But that's sixty millions a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, but it, hey, it was a big song, Bubba. And he had Vincent too, which was also a pretty good hit. Makes me feel weird every time I hear it. But uh, but any, I mean, like for instance, I my my son who is twenty years old, he he loves American Pie and can sing every word of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's timeless. And uh, but that this, you know, when he says this, love is the most important thing you can have. You have to love somebody. Hate is such a burden. It's a complete waste of time. And then the next phrase, I love my children. But if, if you love your children, would you date someone that's younger than them? I mean, it's uh, – now, I don't know how many children he has and what their ages are. I'm just going to assume if, he, if he's 75, I'm going to assume his children are older than this woman. Yes. Yeah, I mean, substantially yeah. older, I would think. Right. I think they're in their 40s right. around that. Right, so that that's just yeah. They're my babysitter. There, there, there's yeah. Time. There's something about that your daddy is now dating, like you said, Bubba, possibly a, a little girl that you, that you his children babysit. I mean, that just that just it just gets all weird. It really, really does. Uh, so <laughs> it's just it's not a good look. I'll right. give you that. In October, he talked about his ex-wife, I guess the mother's mm-hmm. children. Listen to this statement that he made to the Irish Times. <laughs> I can truly say that my ex-wife is the worst person I ever knew. There's nobody that compares. <laughs> so, okay. so does that mean the song was actually worth right. 120 million at one point? Right. Yeah. <laughs> he said, did she relieve him of half of it? He, he said, he said the love letters that she sent me all turned to salt. Gosh, that's funny. <clears throat> that's good stuff right there. So, uh, so <clears throat> there, there, there we go. And, um, and, uh, the, so Paris Dillon, I'm not familiar with her, uh, apparently, uh, but anyway. So um, he says we have no plans to ever break up. Well, Don, I don't know how to break this to you, and I don't want to be that guy. And I see you smiling just like that old man that married what's your name, Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, yeah. she's not going to have to wait too terribly long. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen your your, yeah. your, your yeah. just look at your calendar. Uh, wow. And, and I, then I, she'll say bye bye. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, so anyway, do y'all know any personally know anybody that's seventy five and twenty seven and just in your mind Ooh. that's what it would put be them like. together? Yeah, that's you a, that's you real you realize yeah. I've got to get down to like my third kid to find a kid younger than her that I have. Mm. Mm. I'm not going to tell y'all what <laughs> the image and, I had. Mm. Wow, mm. that's I, rough. I know ride. some that's thank that's you for got that, a, that's got Thanks. a pretty good gap, but you know it might be, and I'd be guessing. 70, 50, maybe. Okay. Mm. But that's a long way from mm-hmm. yeah, it is. 70, that's, that's, 25. It, look, I, mm-hmm. look, 70, 50 sounds like completely normal compared to this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, uh, <laughs> my goodness, guys. I mean, this, this is, I mean, it, it, it's like, is there no one that said to him, I know he didn't care, but is there no one who said to him, this is, this is wrong? 
Hey, this this just doesn't feel right. No, he, yeah. he probably had sixty million reasons he could do what he right, wanted to right. do. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when you you know, I always think about this. So Don McLean, the day she was born, was forty eight years old. Right. Yeah, right. that's what I was thinking. Okay. So yeah. so picture that. So I want you to imagine, <clears throat> like yeah, he'd have been changing her diapers if at fifty. Uh, I, I'm just giving you, you, you a round thing right, right here that's to work over with. The line. Right. You got huh? there's a, only so I mean don't golly you're right. Like his granddaughter. <laughs> Oh, maybe great granddaughter. Oh, yeah, I mean, guys, come on. I mean, it's um, but again, I guess it shows you. Uh, you know, it goes back to one of the funniest lines. I don't remember what comedian it was. Greg, you may remember it. What comedian it was when they used to talk about how, um, oh, uh, Johnny Carson's sidekick Ed McMahon. Mm-hmm. They they kept saying, "Why does Ed McMahon laugh at everything that Don uh, that Johnny Carson says?" And somebody said, "I'll tell you why." And they and they threw a salary out there, mm-hmm. yeah, three point five million dollars a year. I think it was at that time. That got to be more. So when somebody says, "Why is this model?" Because it looks like that's what she does for a living. Why is she with this seventy-five-year-old man? And you know, what somebody says, "There's sixty million reasons she's there." And uh, I mean, I'm not saying that that's why she's there now, but it has to be why I gave it a, a shot in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, just uh, so. How about this? Star on the Walk of Fame for singer-songwriter Don McLean, and he's celebrated by kissing his 27-year-old girlfriend, who he's been dating for nearly five years. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. We are back, six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here today, and we thank you for being with us. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how you doing? Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged. Thank you for joining us. Time for Charity Charge, Bubsy. It is the Rick and Bubba Buffalo Wild Wings Charity Charge. We are thankful Buffalo Wild Wings has brought uh, food plenty uh, to the studio today, and we're enjoying their delicious food. Uh, and yet another charity is about to get a check because you, the Rick and Bubba audience, went to these participating uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and you ate delicious food in 10% of those food sales. Uh, are about uh, to benefit yet another great charity and ministry. And Tim Spencer with Buffalo Wild Wings is back. Tim, how you doing, buddy? Hey, fellas. Hey, good to see you. Uh, good to see hey. you too, buddy. Hey, How's everything in Buffalo Wild Wings world? Yeah, day by day, but everything's real good, to be honest with you. I see we got some food down there, probably plenty. No golden ticket seats, so... You're having breakfast, lunch, and dinner for Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah. We're, we're, hey, Tim, we're set today, and we do appreciate yep, it. Yep, thank, thank you very much. And uh, so business uh, is still uh, going well. You guys, uh, people are still moving around. Uh, we're not going through the you know, the shutdown that we went through the first time that we had to deal with all this. I think we're learning to you – know, we got to learn to live with it, and it, and it looks like that, uh, that we're, we have learned a little bit this round. 
Yeah, it's looking that way, man. And uh, we've got football season just around the corner, and I think it's going to be full-blown this time around. Well, uh, we want to introduce everybody here in the audience, especially those of you that went out and participated in the Buffalo Wild Wings Rick and Bubba Charity Charge. Here's Jimbo Tucker. He is with Never Thirst. Jimbo, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, buddy? Hey, doing great. So tell the audience, uh, uh, you know, a lot of us are familiar with what you guys do, uh, and this is an outstanding uh, ministry. Uh, but there's there's people maybe that are out there today. They've ne- they don't know about Never Thirst. They're not quite sure what that means. So uh, tell the folks what you guys do and 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 how they have helped you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Never Thirst started about twelve years ago because a few guys who were in a Bible study together learned about the water crisis in the world. <clears throat> they were on a mission trip in Africa, met some folks in a village who showed them where they, were, where they were getting their water. And it was this dirty, algae-covered pool. And that was how they were bringing water to their family. And ladies were hiking four miles a day to get dirty water for their family. And they said, man, this just isn't right. So they came back and they started what is now Never Thirst. And uh, we exist to provide clean and living water to the unreached. So functionally, what we do is we work in partnership with local churches to reach unreached people Uh, around the world. So we work in eight different countries to provide clean water solutions in partnership with a local pastor or a local church in those communities around the world. Um, And uh, just to tell you what you guys have done, um, we are are functionally going to take the funds that you guys raised through this. um, We're so grateful that you did and participated in so many different ways, allowing us to be a part of this. Buffalo Wild Wings, you guys at Rick and Bubba, we're actually going to put the money that you uh, have provided to us to a project in the poorest country in the world. Mm. Now, I grew up calling it Niger. We've learned from our friends it's called Niger. People who live there call it Niger. So um, in that country, it's ranked 189 out of 189 on the UN Poverty Index scale. Wow. And uh, so it is the worst of the worst, and it's extremely water poor, and it is one of the most least reached um, places on the planet as well. So we're working with an underground church there, to help provide clean water solutions to people who just lack access to something that we take for granted every day, clean water. So just, just, I, I want it you all starts there. Doesn't yeah. It? And Tim, I want you to understand this and I want those out there to understand that what, what Jimbo just said is what you guys did and all of you that went out and participated in this, he's just told you specifically that this money he's about to get is going to go to provide clean water for, um, um, one of the, or the poorest, uh, uh, nation uh, that we have and uh, who do not have access to water, and you're going to make a difference. And then, of course, if, once they have access to the clean water, uh, the folks at Never Thirst will be talking to them about the living water as well uh, and uh, and be praying for that. Uh, so, so uh, Tim, let's tell Jimbo uh, what uh, what we did, uh, what the, the folks went out and, and accomplished, and let's give him that check. Well, the uh, thanks to all the guests that came in the store and participated in this 10% goes to these guys, and we're going to cut a check for $3,200. How about that? The right. Rick and Good Bubba. Deal. There you go, $3,200. Uh, Jimbo, what, yeah. I, I know it's a complicated question. You may not can can file it down to this, but just in general, what does it cost to dig a well? I mean, what what? how much does it take to get a well in one of these countries, Doug? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. It actually t- completely depends on which location right. uh, you're putting it in. Um, in a place like um, Niger, as water poor as it is, and because it's in the Sahara Desert, 
you have to actually put in a full solar panel tower. If you put in just a regular hand pump, Mm -hmm. nobody could pump strong enough to get the water from the lowest water table to get clean water. So we have to put in a whole solar power system with tap stands that are piped off of that to provide uh, for the the people in the village. Um, And so it ends up being more expensive in a place like that. So it can cost in full up to about $25,000. But for the amount of money that you guys are donating, we can provide one tap stand through that solar panel system uh, to a village in Niger to serve about a hundred people with clean water and all that in partnership with the local church. Well, they're here with the gospel uh, from a pastor who's going to stay there long-term and take care of them. And Jimbo, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. how deep do you have to dig there in that part of the world wow. to get to the water table? Man, I would love to tell you that answer, uh, but our programs team would have to keep you those details. <laughs> well, I knew it was kind of a technical question, but I, I, I was just curious because I know somebody will ask me today, and I go, I don't know. Bubba, it's probably, you probably have to dig deeper there than the gap between Don McClain and his girlfriend. <laughs> that's pretty I, would, I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> I bet you have to go further than 100 feet. <laughs> yeah. you know? Yes, yes, you uh, do. Oh my goodness, man! So, so you guys, um, seventeen thousand five hundred water projects have already been done with Never Thirst, yes. and have provided clean water for seven hundred and sixty thousand people. And uh, na- right. now, because of the charity charge, there's going to be a tap in Niger that is going to be flowing clean water to about a hundred people. And um, certainly, there, there's going to be a bigger project. But uh, all of you out there are providing one of those taps, so there'll be people in this country getting clean water for the first time because of your efforts. And Jimbo, we know you do a great job. We've we've heard a lot of good things about your ministry, so we we will pull beside you in that, and uh, hopefully there will be some other people that want to get involved with you. Yeah, and we're, we're going to put Never Thirst in show notes today because, you know, maybe you, you're in a part of our you know listening audience where you don't have a participating Buffalo Wild Wings, so you weren't able to participate. But you think, man, this is a really, really good ministry uh, that is real straightforward, and I'd love to come alongside them. Boy, they can help you. Uh, all you have to do is uh, is go to rickandbubba.com, and you'll find their information there. And, and li- listen to this, because I know this is always important when you're going to be giving. Every $25 donated, one person's life will be transformed. They get clean water, and they will hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. So every $25 is a person. Uh, so mm-hmm. think about that, and if you want to come alongside what they're doing, uh, I promise it'll be an investment in the kingdom and an investment in people, uh, and you won't have to be concerned about that. So. Uh, Jimbo, thanks a lot, Tim. Thank you, buddy. And uh, and we'll have another charity charge coming up, and uh, that'll be on Monday. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just continue to follow these very clear uh, commandments out of Scripture, and uh, just like this one. But Lifeline will be back. We're going to put them back to benefit. And what, what does Lifeline do? Well, again, they're, they're out trying to get orphans uh, into families. So And they do a great job with that uh, in our own country and around the world. So they'll benefit on Monday's charity charge. And those participating locations are all in Alabama. That'll be Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, downtown Birmingham, Trustville, Pell City, and Tim coming soon to Oxford, Alabama. Got that right. Hey, look, guys, we got uh, we just remodeled the store out on Highway 280 in Birmingham. Yep. And uh, that's almost excited as exciting as the Oxford one, you know. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the one on 280's been there like 18 years. Almost everybody in Birmingham knows about this store. Bubba's DoorDash drivers are regular there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. 
you know, it's reopened now. So anybody that's been to that store before, it'd be nice. Uh, you'd, you'd get a pretty good surprise if you went back by that store. So uh, the one on 280 in Birmingham. Thank you, Tim. And, and don't worry, no one will know it's you. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> There's a shade of Tim. Hey, where'd Tim go? I think he had an eclipse. I, I, thought, I thought he was a witness. Uh, Jimbo Tucker with Never Thirst. Thank you, brother, for what you guys do. Press, hey, thank you, guys. Press on. Thanks, Jimbo. Tim Spencer with Buffalo Wild Wings. Thank you, our brother. Tim, you're doing a great job. We appreciate it. And thanks to all of you and that participate. part of this thing and, and an integral part. Thank you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thank you for being with us. Uh, much to do as we go forward. Uh, COVID update. I know the people on the left are in a bit of a a bind here on one COVID update. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has tested positive for COVID-19. He is fully vaccinated, uh, and he is going to get the monoclonal antibody treatment, which I think – so he's kind of thinking the the way I'm thinking – you know, let's let's get aggressive and treat it if you do come down with it. And but here's where the left is in trouble. They hate Gregory Abbott, but he's fully vaccinated. Yeah. And so they don't really know what to do. If he doesn't do well, they would be happy because they hate him, but it makes the vaccine look bad. Right. So they're almost gonna have to pull for Greg Abbott. Yeah. Uh, to do really yeah. well and not have any problems. I and, love uh, people. I that thought had... he I thought he said he wasn't he was asymptomatic. He wasn't having any issues with it. So yeah. Is that uh, is that normal to get the uh, the monoclonal antibodies? I think or they is were he just getting a rede- yeah, it's regenerating. I, I think he they were just being aggressive. Yeah. I mean, just making sure. What if you, you know one okay. of the problems I think uh, that will probably come down the line, and some of you medical people can correct me because I'm sure I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, you know the the monoclonal antibody treatment we have now came from the very first people who got the disease and recovered. And right. had antibodies, Correct. and they harvested them and then duplicated them in a lab. Almost back to you know, people who have great immunity. Yeah, what we need right now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're you're giving you're giving <laughs> right. them the plasma, which you can. It doesn't matter about type for that. Right, right. Well, uh, but but I think what we're going to need is somebody who's recovered from the Delta variant now, and right. we need the monoclonal antibody version D out there. Be careful talking about antibodies now. Mm-hmm. You'll be run out of town on the road. That's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, you, you, need, you, you need those vaccine <laughs> antibodies only. Natural, nobody wants to talk about that. Mm. But anyway, good news is, he says, as of right now, as you said, Bubba, no symptoms, uh, no fever, no, no, no real problems, just tested positive. But th- he's kind of following what you remember we, when we saw the Dr. Peter uh, McCullough. He was saying, I think we need to go to, if you get it, let's be aggressive. Right. Uh, let's go with this infusion. Let's go with, you know, for some of the things you can like it or not yeah. like it. He was talking about some of the Very antivirals. antivirals. Yeah, but, I mean, if you, and if you're not for that, then do this. Resdesimir, he yeah. brought that up. What he's saying is we don't need to let people just sit around until day and eight see what and, happens. and see how they do. Mm-hmm. You, you know, too, this, uh, this monoclonal antibody. Uh, set up is has been around for a hundred years. 
I mean, it, it, we used it back in World War One, you know, to fight before we had actual uh, uh, like penicillin and stuff like that. That was the way that uh, they treated people on the battlefield. And then we get into this uh, bizarro deal, and, and it seems like this guy keeps getting quoted, and he's been quoted again. This Alabama doctor, uh, who I believe is being a little dramatic and uh, certainly needs a little work on his bedside manner. Uh, there's an Alabama doctor that has come out, and now it's become a story in our state, uh, that he will not treat unvaccinated people. Uh, he said COVID is a miserable way to die, and he said if you refuse to get vaccinated, you can find another doctor. I will not be your doctor any longer. Is uh, is this his way of just trying to promote vaccination, uh, or is so. he is he totally out of bounds on this? Because I thought as a doctor you were bound to treat anybody that needed help. It's called autonomy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the ethics board will eat this alive. Yeah. And and I, I don't know legally does he have the right because is it a private practice sure. and he has no associations mm-hmm. or, or those type things. It, but ethically, he's completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, I know we have a lot of people in the medical uh, industry that – uh, listens to this show, and, I, and I'm just curious: Can you do that? Yeah, I, mean, that's, I, that's, I don't know the answer. Those of you in the medical field, what you, you really, we really, like Bubba said, need y'all to weigh in on this. Yeah. What, what's your response to a doctor doing this? And it's, it feels a little dramatic and attention seeking to me. Sure, mm-hmm. uh, but but again, it's also the worst way in the world to get people to feel good about the vaccine. When you start pressing people and saying you're going to force something on them or take things away from them if they don't get the vaccine. This is exactly placed to the conspiracy theories Absolutely. of why they don't want to take it. You're only making it worse. And it's, yeah. you it's need Orwellian, to, too. You, you I need, mean, you you need, yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to reach out and try to motivate people and tell them why this would be a good idea and keep on pressing that. Mm-hmm. And you did see that when some people were having a hard time with the Delta variant who weren't vaccinated, more people went and got vaccinated. Yeah, that that yeah, did that yeah. did happen. Yeah. And uh, but this kind of you know drama yeah. uh, uh, stuff and is is you know you're trying to be provocative and try to be sharp as Greg would say. It's the first thing I thought well, of is he's trying yeah. to be sharp. Yeah. Well, what's the oath that doctors take? It's called the um, no harm. It's something with something an H. Harm, Hippo, Hippo, Hippocratic. It yeah, sounds something. like Hippocratic. Is that it? It's not hypocritical. Mm-hmm. It's the Hippocratic. What, what's the name of that thing? Yeah. But but here's like he says things like this. I don't agree with this. He says we do not yet have any great treatments for severe disease, but we do have a great prevention with vaccines. That's not true. That's just not true. It's not. Uh, and, and and so and um, that goes back to the dramatic. Right. I mean, I, what are you doing? Hippocratic right. oath. And, yeah. and his his name is Doctor Valentine. That's not showing the love. It really is. It's <laughs> not very loving. Huh? Like I said, y'all saw what I said. He needs a little work on his bedside manner. <laughs> he does. You didn't get vaccines, so go out there and get out of my office and lay in the streets. Good luck to you. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Doc. Uh, you know, it seems like there would be some, you know, you know, this, uh, there should be a, he, I'm sure he's trying, this is that new moralism that I'm talking about. Sure. But what he doesn't realize is the way he's acting doesn't seem to be very moral. Uh, wouldn't you just help somebody because you're a doctor? You're supposed to give everybody the appropriate decisions and let them make that determination of what needs to happen next. Right. That, that's the way doctors work. I don't yeah, know if, right. when I go I go to a doctor they don't tell me what I have to do. They right. give me a list of we can do this this and this mm-hmm. and these are my suggestions. These are my yeah. suggestions. I they may recommend, "Hey, I recommend you do this, right. but here's your other option." That's what doctors and nurses do, not this. So to be completely fair to him, and I do disagree with what he's doing, he said I cannot and will not force anyone to take the vaccine. Of course, you kind of are by taking away their health care sure. and force them to go find another doctor. But but I also cannot continue to watch my patients suffer and die uh, from a preventable disease. I don't know that it, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, how many of those cases does he truly have? 
Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I have seen people who have uh, taken the vaccine and they've tested positive and done fine. I've seen people who were unvaccinated, yeah. never had it before, and did fine. I've seen people who were not vaccinated, never had it before, do really bad. Uh, and there seems to be people saying that they're actually vaccinated people that are, that are it, doing poorly as well. But it's hard to find that information because it it makes things more. It, it makes the narrative a little more complicated. And, Rick, here in the U.S., we're still hearing about 90% of the people in the hospital are unvaccinated. But in Israel, it's 50-50. And Ireland. Ireland's 50-50. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, if you have a man-made disease that, you know, was built in a laboratory, it will act odd. Yeah, I, I like that article in, from The Atlantic yesterday, but the only thing I keep thinking about that, and I like what you're saying is, but does that, does gain of function change some of that? We'll talk to you next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We'll go phone trolling. Uh, lines are all full right now, but we'll we'll, get, we'll start unpacking those relatively quick. Uh, our friends at MyPillow.com want you to know that the MyPillow has never been priced better than it is right now. It's never been priced better than this. $40 savings. You can get a premium uh, my pillow right now for $29.98. Uh, the lowest price ever. Giza Dream bed sheets. Buy one, get one free. The, the best towels and washcloths you've ever had from my pillow. Now a $65 savings there. Get a whole set for $44.98. Uh, and the my slippers are 40% off, and you're going to love those. So go to mypillow.com or rickandbubba.com. Look under the uh, sponsors button. If you uh, build up an order that's $50 or more, you also can finance for 0%. And also check out my store. There's a lot of other entrepreneurs that MyPillow's bringing to the free market for you to check out their products, kind of a competitor to Amazon.com. All that's available at MyPillow.com. Be sure you tote the promo code Bubba with you and put it in there where it says radio listeners. Uh, To the phones we go, uh, 30 seconds a pop. Uh, We will start with John. In Mississippi, John, you got thirty seconds on the Rick and Bubba show. Go right ahead. Hey, Rick, I got three things. I'm gonna get through them real quick. I said, uh, have a had a fifty year old vaccinated paramedic that I work with died last week of COVID. Okay. Uh, second of all, why don't we just send COVID to the Taliban? And third, uh, top ten Lamar really roasted Greg yesterday. But but the if you get your head out of out of the way. Uh, we could get started. Should have been number one. Uh, I agree. Yeah, that that we discussed that later yesterday, and that you you make a great point. So or he, good night. Look at that. So he said <laughs> he said that he knows a fifty year old paramedic that he worked with that was fully vaccinated that also died of COVID. Yeah. So it 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 can you know I'm not saying that that's not a indictment on the vaccine. That's just we need to have all the information. Yeah. We don't need to pretend and create a fake world about it that it's that it's absolutely flawless and and uh, and to not do it is absolutely tragic that's just not true uh but but we all need to know all the information so we make wise decisions and hopefully our doctor will help us and not force us uh we continue uh let's go to uh shannon shannon 30 seconds on the rick and bubba show go ahead hey good morning Um, i'm a nurse and i was just going to add that pediatricians offices do this they'll refuse to see patients um if they're not vaccinated because they also see immunocompromised patients but the difference is that these are state mandated vaccinations and they're tried and true vaccinations so i guess this guy's 
testing the waters here to see where he what he can get away with. So, how do you feel about it as a nurse? I myself, I got it. I got the vaccine. Just oh, I'm sorry. I, I was asking how you felt about the doctor's yeah, decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's the question. Uh, the uh, but anyway, uh, let's go to Karen out of Mississippi. Karen, uh, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Um, hi, hey, I ate at a Bucky's yesterday and couldn't help but think of you. So, yeah. um, I'm on my way to work, and I'm a nurse practitioner, and I was going to say the same thing that the other nurse just said. Um, because a lot of babies haven't had their full vaccinations yet. There's a lot of pediatricians' offices that don't do it. But again, these um, immunizations have been around for years and years. And um, so, Karen, got I that? Know, I'm against it. No. I, well, I me, think okay. I, I think that kids should be able to go and maybe in a different waiting room. But gosh, if they get measles, where are they supposed to go if they get sick? Yeah. So on this particular one, and you just got a timeout from him. From a doctor who will do, not see patients who have not had the vaccine. Do you think this doctor in Mobile is doing the right thing, or do you, as a nurse practitioner, disagree with him? Oh, I disagree totally. Okay. And um, I have not gotten mine yet. Um, I just have too many questions that right. okay. Well, because it's, it's experimental. Yeah, Karen, and it's Karen, okay to say that. Karen, you have not got your vaccine yet. Correct. Uh, one other question, more lighthearted. Has it been tough being called Karen this year? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, yes. But my kids assure me that I'm not a typical Karen. So you don't sound like one. your reason for not getting the vaccine, even though you work in the medical field, is because we we there's so many things we still don't know. Yeah, and I work just with kids, and mm-hmm. I really don't think kids are a real high risk. Hey, one thing that Mississippi has started doing is giving that. Um, monoclonal antibody thing out in field hospitals mm-hmm. so you don't even have to go to a doctor or a, um, an emergency room or anything you just show up with your positive thing and um, they'll they'll plug you up and give it to yeah, you because it's a fairly safe thing i mean yeah. plasma is, is not really a big issue as long as you have somebody that gets a needle in your arm right 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 mm-hmm. and, and, the, and, I the, guess. and I the, guess and the interview that we heard is that we have because we wanted to have treatments for this we didn't know how the vaccine was going to go we have plenty for everybody yeah yeah they got uh, a big jump on the vaccine for that jennifer in alabama jennifer go right ahead you have 30 seconds Good morning. I just want, I'm, I've been a nurse for 21 years, and this concerns me very badly um, because I feel like it's a slippery slope. The tremendous amount of, of, of the burden on our health care system is from preventable diseases. So are we going to start refusing mm-hmm. to treat heart disease right. and diabetes for obese patients, right. COPD treatment refusal for smokers? HIV and AIDS are sexually transmitted diseases that could be prevented. That's a great point. I mean, what's yeah. next? Are we going to stop treating people because they're a different religion? That's good. She says it opens up the door. A lot of people that end up in bad health situations get hospitalized. The condition they're in was preventable. Yeah. So, so you're going to start just not seeing how you, you didn't take care of yourself. I'm not going to see you anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's a great point. Uh, let's go to, uh, Christy in Alabama. Christy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Only one time out remains, but you got 30 seconds. Go. Hey, um, I, I just, I'm a pharmacist and I work where we give the Regeneron product and we're trying to get it to where it's, um, subcutaneous shot. It's quicker. Um, and I just wanted to encourage everybody. You have to get it quickly before, um, right after you're testing positive. Early. 
you need to contact your doctor yeah. and get it set up. Yeah, it works much um, better early in the process is what you're saying. Right. 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 Yeah, before the, the yeah. viral load has a chance right. to exponentially multiply. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like we, how all those antivirals do. you got to get it early or it really doesn't do any good. And that's what I think we've seen some mistakes is people that are kind of in the world of, I don't want to do the vaccine and I just kind of want to, if I get it, I think I'll get through it. And, and, you, and you don't jump on it early. And, right. then, and then all of a sudden that it, terrible eight to 10 day period hits you. Yeah. And now your, your body's fighting it. And at some point the, yeah. the virus over, overwhelms it. Yeah. yeah. And don't do steroids early on because right. then your body stops fighting. Yep. Yeah. That actually goes yep. the opposite way. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Tim in Alabama. Tim, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, um, commenting on Dr. Valentine, I don't, I don't see what the difference is in a doctor all of a sudden not accepting certain insurance and, you know, either says, hey, get you some new insurance or you're going to have to pay cash money to see me. Or what's the difference in the doctor putting up a sign you can't come in without a mask? I don't know this guy, but I would assume that if he found somebody bleeding out somewhere, I don't think he's going to ask to see his vaccine card. I think he would treat him. I just think that that's his right. Well, again, it goes it, back it to, may be. and it, it may be. be, but go back to what the nurse just said. Um, I don't know how well you take care of yourself, but do you realize how many medical situations that we end up in that were probably preventable if we'd done different life, life changes? Uh, I mean, but you're really dictating a lot of, yep. uh, ways you have to live. If you want to go, if you want to start running that list, right. like she said, a slippery yeah. slope. Yeah. Well, and the thing that I think where he has to be careful in this, and it's where I am. I, I mean, I, I want to tell you this, this microphone is sitting in front of me right now. And I am so confused, and there's so much misinformation running in different directions. I am not going to get in this microphone and tell you to get the vaccine or not to get it. I think it's irresponsible to say that either one of those is the thing to do. Because in either scenario, we really have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, we, we so gather information and try to get a better view of it. But this thing of saying that one way is right and the other way is wrong, to act like that we know that right now, I think is grossly irresponsible. Yeah, I think we have yeah. we you certainly can point to evidence, but there's yeah. also conflicting evidence. Right. You yeah. know, it's it doesn't look we've set science in the medical field back fifty years with this. because we can't get a consensus that's working. Well, I saw one doctor, it was one of these white coat summits and and this is where these doctors get together and he made a something I didn't know because I you know, I know this shocked you guys. I I was never considerate considered to be you know, have what it takes to be a doctor. And um, and he said in science, and this is something, Bubba, you probably know, he goes, we don't take the approach of the American justice system, right. which says innocent to a proven guilty. In science, we actually look at anything new as guilty until proven innocent. Wrong until you improve right. it. Right. So we, yeah. we go out thinking this is going to do harm, and then we look for evidence that tells us it's not going to do harm. He goes, with this vaccine, we've turned around and we've, we've declared it innocent until proven guilty. And he said, that's completely the opposite of the way we do science. We declare something guilty until it's proven innocent, and we haven't done that with this vaccine. Now, And it may, it may be that everything's fine, well, but, I, but, I think, but, but all I think he's I, saying is to say that we know that, we don't. I, I think and, is, and we don't know the long-term effects of COVID either. I, I think it's safe to say that it helped immensely with the original strain, the yeah. alpha strain. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because that's why you saw the great numbers fall off, that and the people who had already had it. Mm-hmm. Um but just like now, I'm, I've got an email. Uh, I have a coworker, sixty years old, fully vaccinated, died in the hospital this week. Yeah, fully vaccinated. So we're dealing with something outside that first thing, and and hopefully being vaccinated is going to help you fight it off. But it's not an absolute guarantee, right? 
And really, none of it is. No, yeah. no. But but you do the best you can with the information that you have, and give yourself the best shot. Um, fifteen minutes to the top. Eight six six. We be big as the number. Uh, we'll continue with more of your phone calls when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're excited to be with you today. Wednesday Bible Study is back. Uh, We start a brand new uh, series today, 1 Corinthians. Apropos to the times we are living in in the modern church, and we'll walk through that, uh, starting with verse 1, chapter 1 today. And we'll walk through the entire book for however long that takes. Uh, so if you want to start a, a new with a brand new series, you can do that. It starts today. Uh, live at noon Central Time uh, on our YouTube channel, 1 o'clock Eastern. It'll be archived soon after. You can consume it whenever you prefer. Uh, also, uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events uh, this weekend, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Uh, Bubba took the air out of my sails yesterday by telling me Rush is not buried there. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, but, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Well, that's one thing I don't have to work in the schedule now. Uh, but anyway, uh, looking forward to that. A man church one day coming up on Saturday. Uh, it's a five dollar ticket if you want to be part of that. They also have other things going on this uh, weekend on Catalyst Weekend, uh, which includes uh, Shane and Shane in concert on Friday night. That's a separate ticket. Uh, there's a women's uh, conference coming up after our men's conference, and also I think even on Sunday, uh, the whole community is going to some water park. So it's it's quite the little weekend uh, for the church to gather. You, you know, Rick. While it would be uh, very fitting for you to see Rush Limbaugh's grave, right? Because we never got to meet him while right. he was alive. I know. Um, maybe some of his living relatives, who I know are still in the area, will come out and meet you. I, that would be my hope. I think that would even be better than visiting his deceased body. You know what? That's true. All right. So, so if any of the Limbaugh's, y'all come. And so <laughs> we uh, have met David before. Yeah, Linwood Baptist Church, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, coming up this weekend. Rich Wingo will be with me. We'll both be speaking, and we're looking forward to that. Helmsy's heading out. He's going to start to kick off the men's discipleship strategy. Man Church at Parkview Baptist in Tuscumbia. He'll be out on Sunday night, so go see him. Uh, And then the 27th, uh, I'll be kicking off the men's discipleship strategy. The church at Old Town in Helena, that's kind of a combination of that church and uh, the sister church, Valleydale, which Sherry and I are new members there and teach a a class. So we're going to offer the combination of those two churches, their men, to plug into the strategy, and we're going to hear some great testimony there and have some food and have some games going on, a great uh, a men's gathering there. So check all those by going to rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. O'Reilly Auto Parts, uh, think of them for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So Rush's family and cousins, all y'all come out. <laughs> like to meet some of Rick, uh, let me, can I share an email with you sure, right quick? Sure, sure. Uh, on this topic of the doctrine mobile, as a healthcare worker, physicians in private practice do have a right, be it ethical or not, to discharge a patient from their practice. As a former clinic manager, I have discharged patients from our office at the doctor's request. This was done by certified letter to a patient authorized by the doctor. The reasons are numerous in case by case. Some uh, might be that uh, they feel like they're drug shopping. Uh, disruptive behavior, confrontations with the doctor or staff, uh, non-validated patient request, 
and so on. So, and then she went on to say that some doctors don't take patients that have certain type of insurance or not certain type and all that. So she's saying that it probably, he is in his right to do that, but really didn't cover the ethical part of it. So uh, we have a Broadway star that says she will uh, not perform because uh, she has been told that she has to have proof of a vaccination or continue to be tested uh, for a negative for COVID. Uh, she has decided that she doesn't want to deal with all that, uh, and she will not take the vaccine. And she says, I'm not trying to tell others what to do. My husband and I made this decision with our physician mm-hmm. because we think there's still too much that is unknown about right. uh, the vaccine. So I'm not going to be forced to do it, and if that means that I can't perform, then I just will not perform. Her name is Laura. I don't know how to say her last name, but I know she's a pretty big, well-known inside the Broadway circles. O-S-N-E-S? Laura Osnes? Uh, I, 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 I don't, don't recognize know. the name. Yeah, but uh, I think if you're if it in, ain't Sarah Brighton yeah. or whatever her name is, I don't recognize. Right, it. and uh, so she is. Uh, she's not going to do that. Do you know she actually? Um, uh, um, oh, she won like a uh, a talent search, and then started being a big deal inside uh, the Broadway circle. So she actually uh, was actually Cinderella on mm. uh, on Broadway. You know, you I, know I'm not a big uh, what I would consider a big Broadway person but every time i go i enjoy i do too yeah i really do i I mean i don't mind saying that you know but i mean i go to selective ones that i think will be fun (laughs) of course i've never been it's uh, it's quite uh oh yeah they they do those are really those are really talented people yeah Uh, and you think about you know because my mind because we're in the entertainment business all i can think about is how many times they have to do this show Mm -hmm. and uh i mean that's that multiple shows in a day yeah Yeah. Uh, i mean i can't imagine you're exhausted after the show you go to your dressing room, grab a bite to eat, and they go, ready for another one? Right. And uh, so uh, so anyway. If you ever get a chance, Speedy, I'll tell you a couple that I saw that okay. I thought were real good. We also busted up a ring of folks that were making fake Vax cards and giving them to illegal immigrants. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm sure yeah. selling them. Yes. Oh, right. of course. Yeah. I mean, and, selling, not, mm-hmm. not giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they, are, they were uh, traffickers uh, giving migrants fake COVID papers uh, to, so they can get on flights. Yeah, the, I know uh, they're really cracking down on that. Right. Um, you know, uh, it's become a priority with some of the federal investigation right now. So. Well, it needs to be because if we're going to start requiring a documentation of your COVID uh, status and people can just buy one, you, you probably got to shut that down if you want to be able to monitor some of this a little bit. It, it yeah. does seem a little funny. We it's a little bigger than somebody giving you a fake hall <laughs> pass at school. We're not requiring you to show who you are. Right. Or if you're a citizen, no. but, it's, but we're going to require you to show if you're a vaccine. You know, I, I have to tell you, I think if you sneak in and lie about who you are, you'll probably lie about the vaccine. Probably. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. probably. I'm yeah, just using probably. some old horse well, logic. Well, on well you're one starting there. a foundation of I don't. I'm not straight up. Right. All right. right. So, well, but let's. But let's <laughs> Why t- not build on? <laughs> but let's. But let's talk about this. Uh, maybe there's a way for us to get the best of all worlds. We think it's reasonable for somebody to have to identify themselves in order to vote. Okay. For some, somehow that's deemed racist. I still can't follow the logic on that. But, uh, but anyway, what if we just said, okay, well, everybody just has to have a vax card to vote? I mean, because apparently the left loves vax cards. They hate yeah, IDs, true. but they love vax cards. <laughs> so, Rick, the, the country's largest market yesterday it went into effect. No shot, no proof, no service. Uh, where if you're a New, New Yorker York. and you want to go in to a business uh, or a gym you or know, anything like that, you got to show proof you that know you've what had I at least one shot. You know what I'd tell them I mailed it in. Right. That's it. <laughs> Could I mail it in? That's yeah. good. That's really good. Or, or I put it at the drop box down yeah. the street. Go check it. Or I fill out my Vax card on somebody who's been dead for years. 
So, but no, it, it used to be no shirt, no shoes. Isn't it interesting? No service. Now no it's shoes, now it's no, no shirt. No sh- <laughs> isn't it interesting? Suddenly the left thinks that people being able to prove they are who they are has suddenly become important. Yeah. Is it, it is crazy? It, how about this? Is it racist to declare that somebody has to have a vax card? Rick, how about this? Let's what if we that. what if we really double it down on them and say, look, when you come to vote, we'll give you a vaccine shot. Right. <laughs> For all of you unvaccinated. Right. But you gotta come to vote in person. Right. For us to give you the vaccine. Right. So we'll come back, stop at the hour. If you're leaving us this hour, thanks for being with us. Uh, if you got more of the Rick and Bubba show, we'll do a top of the hour break and we'll be back. We'll get back into some of your phone calls at 866 We Be Big. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I'm glad to be here. Well, Trust me when I say that. We're glad you're here, buddy. Yep. yep. All right. So let's uh, let's let's purge these calls. So we got a lot of them standing up, and then we get to. Uh, uh, I've got some other stories that we'll get to. We've got a, a diet plan. I think Bubba may sign off on today. Yeah, I'll just look and uh, and I'll continue to tell you the ongoing something that happened involving me losing my glasses yesterday, which got me kind of spiraling a little bit. Uh, so let's go to uh, let's go to Shannon. Out of Dothan, Alabama, listen to us on News Talk 103.9. Shannon, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for calling. Well, uh, I, let me call you. Right, yeah, I was about to say, we didn't call you, but I'm glad you called us. Yeah. If, you, if you'll leave the number confused. behind, though, we'll, you'll maybe have Adler call you in a little bit and check in on you. Uh, listen, I've listened to you for years. Thank you, However, thank you. this is a great opportunity. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. Fire it up. Well, I work at a private club. I cannot speak for what it is. And um, I've been vaccinated twice, waiting on the new booster, mm-hmm. thankfully. Both shots. And we'll be glad to have it. Okay. And um, no one else respectfully as other people do in public refuse or think that anyone other than themselves should wear a mask. Shannon, can you kind of tell us where we're going here? Uh, so, what 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 what's, the, hang up what's the point you want to make here? 
I like to say the simple fact is, if I'm required to wear a mask, everyone else what? should too at the club. If she's required to wear a mask, everyone else at the club okay, she works got, should be okay, required right, to okay, do as okay, well. Right, okay, I, I think I got that right. Yeah, isn't that right, Shannon? Is that Only what you're at saying? my establishment, which is no one is at this point. You're saying you don't it like was before. So only the performers wear them, <laughs> sir. The, what, why do you, I'm, I'm confused? Why you have to wear it? I don't have to, but I choose to. All right, I'm confused. Wait a minute. I, I'm sorry. I'm not following yeah. your point, Shannon. Right, Shannon, I, I'm going to try this, and I'm going to see if, if you can say just a simple yes or no, and then we'll go. I think what you're saying, with help from my brothers here that are listening along with me, because I couldn't do it personally, honestly, to decipher this, I think you're saying you, you've been vaccinated fully. You, you'll take the booster when it gets here, and you, and you wear a mask, and you don't like that the club that you work for doesn't require everybody else to wear a mask. Correct. Okay. Okay. Well, but they require you to wear one. No, No. she's doing it. You're just doing it voluntarily. She's wearing one and wants everybody else to wear one. So you're doing it voluntarily, but you think they should be mandated to do it? Hmm. Hello. Is that right, Chief? This strain is actually well. Let's put it this way: it's not easy to deal with the fact that. Someone looks at you because you're not actually have a mask on. Whether you've been vaccinated or not, but they think that you might be carrying something that they aren't. It's not fair. It's not fair. Thank you, Shannon. Thanks for calling. Joe, no, fully vaccinated and waiting on the booster. Yes. I'd like to hook her up. A debate with Dr. (laughs) Sag. Just can let, we them, set just that let up? them square off. Yeah, can we set that up? Well, um, uh, Shannon, thank you for calling. Right, we do appreciate. You, it. Although she at uh, first thought that we called her, which uh, explains well, it. Which yeah, probably, but remember, she's having no effects from the vaccine. Already, <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I don't. I don't know if that was the resounding endorsement for <laughs> right. vaccine plus booster that we were hoping for. Yep, yep. Goodness gracious! Don't think she's going to get the gig on the infomercial <laughs> for the not, vaccine. Probably not, right? Right. The uh, all right. State of Alabama probably not going to call for the promo. Yeah, I think it's probably a fitness club or something. I don't she's think they're about. Oh, talking about the private club. Listen to me, uh, listen, guys. I don't think they're going to. Uh, I don't think uh, after Nick Saban's done his PSA, Shannon's next. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's hard. Here's to where we get in trouble. Yep, you're right. Yeah, we are going for the laugh again. Yeah, here we go. Well, going for the laugh. People need it. Do you think Shannon was a real name? Oh yeah, I actually did. Are you thinking of your stage name? Greg, or no, guys, guys, come on now. Come on, guys. It wasn't that kind of club, surely. Look, look, Greg, we were inbounds. It was, we were barely in. Barely. And now we're stepping out. Okay. So let's we do. always have those people that go one too far. Greg is one of them. JT was always one of them. And Speedy from time to time. JT was like somebody releasing the bulls. <laughs> JT never tight rope to uh, oh, the no. boundary. He would just sprint right oh, up into no, the stands. JT right? wanted to elevate the situation yeah. and wanted us yeah. to go with him. Yeah. He came in wide open. Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, Rick and Pelham. Shannon, thank you. Rick, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Love the show. Two things, Greg. I'm severely disappointed you didn't jump on with the club thing. I, I was know. waiting. And, Rick, I've, I'm glad you figured that out because I pulled over on 65 trying to figure the whole call out. <laughs> yeah, right. well, it out. Thanks, guys. Th- Love y'all. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, let's go Jeff in Tuscaloosa. Jeff, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey man. Hey, first time caller. Thank you. 
man, I, I tell you, the, the way the people, uh, if I have to, you have to, and, and all this fortune, it, it just it just blows my mind. I, ha- I haven't worn a mask since this has started, and I've been around people that's had it, and I haven't got it, but you gonna but they're gonna try to force me to. I, I mean, how how is how is that right? I, I I tell you, when all this comes down to, is the only way that any of this is gonna stop is if we the people stop. Well, I, I think what the people would say, and and you're right about mandating and making people. I, I certainly am not for that. But what they would say is that in this particular situation, in their opinion, and I'm not saying that I ad- adhere to it your decision is affecting other people. Now, we do find it odd that these same people a lot of times believe in on-demand abortion, which, you know, that seems a little inconsistent. But anyway... Uh, it seems to be a little more of my body, my choice right. on that topic. So there's there's a lot of crazy inconsistencies going on here, but, but I understand... I mean, you, all over the room. I, yeah, I understand your concern. I certainly do. Uh, let's go to uh, Erica out of Birmingham. Erica, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey. I'm calling here. Thank you. Um, I just I wanted to say I'm a nurse of 10 years, and I wanted to just speak on that doctor in Mobile for just a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, is it his right to refuse? Absolutely. Is it ethical? In my opinion, absolutely not. Right. As medical professionals, if I have a um, drug user or an alcoholic or um, anything come into my, to my hospital or ER, I would never, ever refuse that patient treatment. Right. Stay in danger people's lives every day, right. um, drinking and driving. Um, there is so much inconsistency right now yeah. it's in, um, as a medical professional, and I'm almost in tears just thinking about it. Right. It, uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, if, if, the, if the heroin user gets dumped out at the emergency room, you're not going to walk in and go, well, you should have known better than doing heroin. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think as a nation, we should really be on our knees praying right now. Yeah. Um, the book I, of Revelations is playing out in front of us, and it, it's it's ridiculous how some of us are treating other people. Yeah, it does seem that if there's anything in all this that 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 I can say with zero hesitation, let's go ahead and let God get our attention. Okay, why don't we finally understand that part of all this? Mm-hmm. And I mean, do you see really any big movement going on right now? Everybody's saying, "I tell you what's going on in this problem, and this what's going on in our in our world right now. It's a spiritual problem." I mean. It's it's almost like it's it, it. I can't imagine the comedy this must seem to God to watch us think that we're somehow, you know, we we know more than He does. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, With all and, our and, medical and, abilities, and, 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 we, we had it and, beat and, down. And, didn't and watching all this yeah. and elevating ourselves to such importance, and you know, some I've said it a thousand times. Sometimes He loves us so much speaking in my own personal life, that he'll love you enough to take away your worship of this world and clinging to it and make the separation from it a lot easier. Uh, 16 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Thank you for being with us. Jennifer is in Columbiana. Uh, Jennifer, thanks for the call and thanks for your patience. Uh, what's on your mind today? Go ahead. 
Sure. Hey, uh, Green Acres. Ah, oh, thank you, good? Brother Carl. Go ahead. Okay. My, I just got off the phone with my daughter, and she just, you know, uh, she lives in another state and let me know that they have required that the the vaccine is actually mandatory and you have to have it by September 1st. Um, she does work in a hospital in another state, but, you know, I just, I, she had antibodies a few months ago, so she's got to, that's the only way that she would be able to not have to get it, um, you know, this, this mandatory vaccine, but um, she's been against it. They had offered an incentive uh, months ago to get it, which they no longer are offering, which is fine. I mean, she just doesn't want to have it, um, you know, just, but, and especially after listening to Shannon, uh, I mean, I don't want her to either, but. No, well, um, so you're saying if, if, if she does test that she still has the natural antibodies, she doesn't have to take the vaccine? That is correct. That is how she is. They told her if she does have antibodies, she doesn't have to get it, but well, it is, yeah. it is mandatory, um, Otherwise. at the hospital that she is in. And. Well, yeah. I would I would just you know uh, continue to get tested, and then as long as she has the antibodies, keep working, and then if she ever tests yeah. and she doesn't have it, then she's got a decision to make. Yeah, yeah. But That's I understand that this. I just got an email yeah. from a thanks from for the call. Someone in a in a similar position. They said my wife works at a it's actually a hospital here in Birmingham, and and they've mandated it. And antibodies no matter, aside, you, no you take what. that off the yeah. table. Mm-hmm. You're mandated to do it. They've had nurses quit on the spot. Um. And this guy's in a position to where you know he's they've got a big family and both parents work and they got they got to support their family and so they're in a tough position right now they don't know what to do well it goes and back they're to- also incentivizing them like four hundred bucks to take the vaccine well it so. seems like they're having shortages now with the workload that they're under yep so probably could just ride you, over to the next hospital and get it, a job if you have a whole group of nurses saying no I'm not going to get it and quit and by the way. Healthcare professionals are one of the largest groups who are not fully vaccinated. Okay, yes, you're that's right. That's not my facts. You can look it yep. up. Yep. Um, <laughs> it seems like that they might have the upper hand in yes, this. Right. One hundred percent. Well, I go back. If to, they would stick together. Yeah. I, I understand the situation the caller's daughter's in, but it sounds like at least that's a little more level-headed. It is. Yeah. I, I do yeah. not understand the science of if you have the natural antibodies, you can't work here unless you get the vaccine. That that's not very good science at all, according to multiple. Uh, people yeah. that are scientists well, and doctors that have talked about it, and I if, told you if guys, you're treating people like sheep, it is Rick, because right. then we can just say you're vaccinated or not. Yeah. Right, and and um, the um, can, you know I, I was the first one to ever. I mean, I was questioning that when I was talking to a medical profession. They're like, "Well, you need to get the vaccine anyway because you get a broader protection." I said, "Then my natural antibodies when I got the full virus, I'm certainly not a, a doctor, but you may say I've got a maybe a little stronger against alpha." But to say I have a stronger, more broad protection than my natural antibodies, that's just Rick. That's think, just not true. Rick, I mean, think that, about this. Okay, right. when you get vaccinated, you have natural antibodies. Right. The shot is not antibodies. Right. It causes your body to produce them. Right. So you're still talking about what your own body produces. It, it just that's but, why yeah. it seems so strange that. But remember, the, if they produce it from my shot, it's better than if you get it from. The natural shot. Right. But I'm, look, I don't know. Who the heck knows? If I don't have any antibodies, I certainly don't, don't have a problem. I understand the logic <laughs> of I haven't had it, so I don't have antibodies, so now the vaccine will give me some. I understand that logic. I got no problem with that. But what I'm saying is if you already have the natural, that means you got the full virus. 
Well, well, the this this manufactured mRNA stuff is only designed to give you antibodies against alpha, and that's why people are still getting the variant. Correct. Now, will it help them not to be hospitalized? We certainly hope so, and it looks like it's not 100%, but it, it looks like it's helpful, and I hope it is. In okay? the U.S., it definitely yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, other countries get some different results, but but there may be reasons for that. Uh, maybe the population age, you know, who knows? But but anyway, so but so that part I understand, but, but the part of saying that if you've already got the antibodies, you can't work here, I think that's foolish. I, I think because of you're talking about the shortage that we have too, I saw a, a nurse holding up her sign the other day who had natural antibodies. She said, I've treated, I think it was 573 COVID patients. I've been immersed in COVID, and, uh, and, I, and, I, and I have no issue because I have a natural immune system that is protecting me. I, I'm not, I haven't had any issues. So uh, I don't understand that. I think that's foolish, uh, and it's also it, it might even have a – an effect you wouldn't want. It, it might even – well, if, if you've already got them. And, Rick, you're, you're probably not familiar with this, but there's a big uh, part of the nursing industry that's what's called traveling nurses, and they make a lot of money to be, to be on the road. And I know several – because I hear about all this because Betty's – Oh, I've thought about – we, we've talked about Amanda um, going on the road for a couple and, months. And I hear the – Big the, check. I see the stories that Betty's reading. And a lot of these nurses who are up against these vaccine uh, vaccine mandates are quitting and becoming uh, traveling nurses, yeah. which for some reason are not mandated to have it. Because yeah, there's uh, because, very few and far between. they got to have them. See, yeah. I find it interesting. i tell you what you can't do. You can't applaud these this doctor like the one in Mobile that says, I will no longer treat unvaccinated people. You can't applaud him and they get mad at a nurse that says, I have natural antibodies. And I will not be made to do this. Yeah. You know, if uh, if if they if they can work elsewhere, uh, then then they probably will. And look, if you don't have the natural antibodies and you haven't been vaccinated, it's a whole different argument. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different argument with different circumstances. Right. But if you have mm-hmm. the antibodies, to me, that's, I mean, that's a different argument too. So. Well, and then you go back to what I said before: whether you have antibodies or not. If if you are a person that you say, I believe that I in the vaccine so much and I believe it is the answer I'm going to mandate that human beings take this vaccine they have no choice in it well then you better be right about it let me ask you this too because I, I get this yeah. question you, we you, really they, haven't yeah. tackled you, you, it you better be right um, if you are an employer and you mandate the vaccine and there are negative side effects is the employer liable if they if they're smart, they've already got they made you sign something that they won't be liable. I don't know. Well, you know how yeah. that is. Yeah, right. But it, it, what is the case on that? Because I know the drug manufacturers are not they they were given they were given a, a they pass. were given a pass the minute they started working on this because none of them wanted to deal with the liability. They'd have gone, no, we're not going to do it. Right. So what what is the what is the liability situation on that? I mean, to me, the fact that the FDA is work- saying they're not going to change their process too much, they did change it some. To get well, a- you have emergency grants, and yeah. that's what it was under, right. but it hasn't received the full. I mean, I hope it does. Yeah. I okay. hope it passes what they're wanting. But wouldn't you at least delay it till that happened if you were in the medical field? That would be one of the boxes I think you'd want to I check. I think I'd like to check that box. <laughs> uh, bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, man. 
35 minutes past the hour the Rick and Bubba show 866 we be big thank you for being with us have you ever thought to yourself I would love to do a marketing campaign with the Rick and Bubba show but I just don't know how to go about it well go to rickandbubba.com and look under contact uh, and you'll see how you can contact our national team Rick and Bubba at syndicatedsolutions.com Rick and Bubba at syndicatedsolutions.com that's for a national campaign and then you can contact any of us if you'd like to know who to contact uh, in one of the local markets. And you say, you know what? I want to do. I, I, I want to hear Rick and Bubba talking about my product. Uh, we've got a, a lot of a lot of different platforms. We got a God's blessed us with a, a motivated audience that that moves toward products that that they think are, are life changing. And if you think that's you, uh, then you can be one of our national sponsors or even a local sponsor by going to rickandbubba.com. Uh, look there under contact. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, let's start talking about putting together a marketing plan for you. Uh, so I told you Bubba in the beginning, but I didn't finish. Uh, I'm just kind of giving you kind of a, I, I didn't, I had one of those days yesterday where I just couldn't seem to find a win. Uh, I just, I just, I kept, you know, I left, I left my, those off- are tough days. Yeah. I left my, my office keys up here because, you know, my fob up for the big, the big lift kit is so big trying to. The fob on the key chain. You know what fob stands for, by the way? What is it? Cause I've heard, I've never, people no. throw that what around Frequency operated button is I, what I was always told. Well, how about that? For, but that may not be correct. Yeah, so but I, it's as good as anything. Yeah, I yeah. mean, sure. so I, so I, I got to know the frequency, Kenneth. The last uh, the last two out of three days, actually two out of four, because it was Friday when I did it the first time. Uh, I've, I've walked out of the office with my fob and left my office keys on my desk and locked myself out of the office. <laughs> so uh, so and that happened again today, and Greg's on me. And then, and then I was, you know, the thing about wearing glasses, and, you know, I told you that I went to the eye doctor and I was just doing reading glasses, and the doctor said, would you like for me to show you how you could be seeing all the time if I gave you what we used to call bifocals, but for mm-hmm. some reason we think we're all too hip for that now, progressives. Yeah, that just means it, it blends in, right? right? It doesn't have a line in Right, it. And, and he said, let me show you how it's you a good would, way to fall down the steps, though. It is. <laughs> uh, to be able to see, and he showed me, I've even used this as an analogy for the Holy Spirit. He showed me how I could see. And I said, well, you just sewed a pair of glasses. So I got me some glasses, and, and I've been wearing them. But the problem is they, they're not tinted. So when I go out in the sun, mm-hmm. I have to do – I do my, my – cos, uh, you know, the little – what are they called? Yeah. Uh, what are those things called? Cos, Casa del May. Yeah. The, del Mar. Yeah. The, Casa del Mar. Yeah, yeah, whatever they are. Something Costa. like that. Costa. Costa, Costa del Mar. That's it, Costa. Yeah. So I wear those. Or and, if you really get good ones, they're called Costa Yes, they are. Those are the ones yeah. you get at Costco. Right. But anyway, so, and then what I do is I will take my regular glasses when I'm in the sun. Put it in your pocket. And I put it in my pocket. Yeah, I do the same thing. So I went to, I went by the home improvement store and, and, and I had them in my front pocket and I had to pick up two folding tables and I got 12 folding chairs that we need for down Ooh. at the farm. Well, I'm bending over a lot. Yeah, I'm bending over a lot, and I'm loading. Yeah. So they shot out of my pocket yeah. somewhere, and I should have buttoned the pocket, which yeah. I didn't do. Didn't do. And so I don't know where these glasses are, and I tried to find them, so now they're gone. Ooh, that's a mean picture. Where'd you get that one from? Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's from us doing the podcast. So anyway, <laughs> do you remember me saying that that was one I put a you and me, and we're laser focused coming back from vacation? <laughs> do you remember that? But anyway, so do, and everybody laughs at that for some reason, which should hurt our feelings. But but anyway, so I'm, I'm at home talking about it. And I said, well, I've talked to the eye doctor. i got to go. It's been two years, which, by the way, is a record for me. Right. I, kept, I kept up with those glasses for two years. That is a record and, for, um, for anything you keep up with. Yeah, and so they said, you got to come back in because your prescription is more than a year old, so we can't just order glasses. 
So I'm talking about this to Sherry, and this is what happens. And I didn't know this, and that's where I was going to get you guys' feedback. When I, I've told Adler, and he's doing that now, showing pictures. She said, just get your prescription. Don't get any glasses. And I said, what are you talking about? She goes, well, I mean, the last time you got glasses. Uh, and I said, what are you talking about? Did you think I looked goofy in my glasses? Well, I just, you, you need to get some hipper glasses. And I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm 56 years old. How hip can I get without looking weird? You know what? Do you want Elton John? I mean, no, what, are, what are you talking you, you about? You know what I would like to, and I want what you're talking about. I need those progressive lens, mm-hmm. too. But I want what I call the Chuck Foreman glasses. Do you remember Chuck Foreman that played for the yes. Minnesota? Greg, Greg yeah. picture him in those. He had the coolest glasses because it was like dark brown at the top, and then it tapered off. You like that? And yeah. just have that all the time. Well, be, be sure you're clear and don't get the Chuck Muncy glasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. <laughs> look like but, point But I want to ask you something. Did I look goofy in my glasses? I, th- I, I mean, yeah. Sherry's like, those are, you do like somebody, some well, old, it was, you, you need to get some hipper glasses. It, Rick, oh, what's wow. wrong with those? Rick, there's nothing wrong with them, but nobody's going to scream, hey, those are hip to the groove. Well, that's mm-hmm. what Sherry said. Yeah, See, I mean, I it's it's not a it's not a negative, but it's not a wash. But it's let, kind can, of a neutral. Right. Can I ask you this though? At my age, can I go to the I point where I look silly? Can I say this? I mean, if I go too, I hip, don't think at our age we need to be hip to the groove. Right. Okay. That's, That's what not I was, what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Some of you pastors that wear white tennis shoes and tight blue jeans, and you're fifty, probably shouldn't do that. Right. It's right. the same concept. Right. And Bubba, I don't know where they went, and and we destroyed them, and it's on us. And I kind of liked them. But you came in a couple of weeks ago with those Harry Carey looking glasses, and no, we, don't we haven't seen them again. What <laughs> happened? That's worse than what I. What, is that what it was? At the hey uh, Adler, see if you can find Chuck Foreman, right. picture Chuck Foreman, Minnesota Vikings number forty four. Yeah, yeah. but but those are like the seventies glasses. You're yeah, talking. but they're still no. <laughs> that's not no. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that Walter Williams? No, that's him. I think modern day. Oh my I'm just kidding. God, I can't that's him. That's the glasses. Rick, it is. It is. That's him. him modern day. That's the glasses he wears now. No, See, he's older now. No, not That's those. Chuck Foreman. That ain't the ones I'm talking about. I know. That ain't Chuck Foreman. But now, back to my point, but look what he wears at his age now. He's not wearing what he wore when he was hip and yeah. young. Don't you think I can get too hip with the glasses? I and think look we silly? can all no. get too hip. Yeah. I think everybody in the room that wears glasses, and I'm I always get frustrated at this one right here. I'm pointing at Greg Burgess mm. because he should wear his glasses more. He looks fine in his glasses. Speedy like looks wearing. fine in his glasses. You look fine in your Bubba looks fine in his glasses. Y'all all look. I mean, there's no sense in overcomplicating. But this I just thing. want to get another pair just like I had. And Sherry says, "No, just bring the prescription home. You're gonna go with me this time. And get glasses." But but then and you're going like, to get the glasses Sherry wants, look, not Bubba, the ones that <laughs> there. That's saying that's what Bubba wants. Well, there that's not. The exact I know the ones, ones you're talking but, about. Yeah, but, I know the but, ones you're talking. That's about. we're getting close. We're getting. You're talking about the ones that are half tint and half clear at the bottom, and they come down. Well, they were. Yeah, they yeah. were kind of a brown tint at the top, and then faded to faded, clear at yeah. the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I had a pair of those back in '80. Yeah. Oh, they were great. Yeah. Were great. <laughs> look, I, I think anytime you go back to something in the '80s, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I mean, because it was the greatest decade mankind. But I don't want to. I don't. Like a club owner, you know where Shannon yeah, works. Well, you or, don't have a, our, our, yeah, you you're know, not gonna our, have a chain. Our, our drug dealer. Don't I mean, don't add three I mean, chains right. and you'll be all right. I thought the ones I had last time were appropriate for my age, but Sherry said that I went too old. Yeah, she, a little really? Yeah. You agree with her? A little bit. But Bubba, you a little flashy though. You can be a little. He's dolly. a little bit flashy. Bubba, you, yeah. you can. You be, talking about? Look, I'm not talking look about, at me. Look at me. What is flashy about what I got? But you know how Bubba me. I've got three. Hey, if we're on location ever, I got three shirts. Sunglasses. Bubba, Bubba get a little gaudy. He can. He would still have those Harry Carries if y'all wouldn't have made fun of him. I mean, I can't believe you ever gave up that watch you had. 
Rick, that was about 96. <laughs> he had watched it. It was a time. gift from <laughs> was, he, he, and I, I'd always ask him what, yeah. what time the pawn shop opened. <laughs> that watch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had a chain back then, too. I, I looked, and there he was on cable with American Pickers. He had him a nugget, <laughs> nugget yeah. braces. Pawn star. <laughs> uh, but the uh but uh, yeah i mean you know i just feel like that i'm i need to i need to act my I, and, and and you know in the entertainment business we're allowed a little bit of uh leeway because of what we do for a living yeah but you you can't go too far with it I, i'm afraid she's gonna put me some glasses that that i'm gonna feel like i'm you can be too hit when you're somebody's well, why don't you, dad, and well, you get that other why don't you yeah. see what she yeah, you can gonna, be over why don't you see what she's gonna suggest I just didn't like the fact that she made that face. I didn't realize she didn't like the glasses that I had. Rick, this no glasses look here, I think you look a little too nice, a little t- too uptight here. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. See? Oh, my, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's Charles scary. Spurgeon. You know, I meant to ask that you, are, really you are you going for the Spurgeon look? I'm going back to Charles Spurgeon. You know, Sherry said this. She that said is this. scary. No, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how bad this Charles Spurgeon thing is, and I always feel bad for Charles Spurgeon, Okay. <laughs> A, a friend of mine has a picture of Spurgeon in his office because he's, he's a full-time minister. He said somebody walked in his office and said, well, you're really a Rick Burgess fan. you got to be kidding me. And, and, he was, on, and, and he was like, what? He goes, why well, you got a picture of Rick Burgess in your office? He goes, that's Charles Spurgeon. That's so funny. Why is Rick dressed in old, old-timey clothes? Right. <laughs> Would he get that made in Gatlinburg? Would throwback? Yeah, but, one of them old-timey pictures. I love getting those made when yeah, I was a but, kid. Rick, but, but, look! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Greg, the prince of the prince of pictures. But listen, let me tell you what's funny. So Sherry said this has been the progress. She said that that she's 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 watched me go through, and she said that that I have kind of as as my beard gets grayer and all this. She goes, you started out. She goes, and when you first had your beard, she said, you know, you kind of started out in one era. Then she said you kind of transitioned into Charles Spurgeon, but now you're moving your way to Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, I tell you what. She says you started out as Henry the Eighth. Oh yeah, that, that, I can was, see she that. Said, that was your first beard. You, you need and, a big turkey. And leg. I was waiting three oh five. She said so. You started <laughs> at Henry the Eighth, then you transitioned into Charles Spurgeon, and right now you're on your way to Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> as you get, if he gets white, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. This Spurgeon thing. Greg, <laughs> I get this all the time. I get pictures of Charles Spurgeon all the time. Same hair, dude. And same I, cheeks, and same I, beard, yeah, yeah. same same oval face, and small forehead. Rick, you might ought to get on ancestry.com and uh, check yeah. that out. You might have some time. I, I feel so. Have a Spurgeon in look, that. a lot of people have great respect for him too, rightfully so. I don't want to ruin his image. I feel so bad for him. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big as the number. Thank you for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. Thanks for all the pictures of glasses I'm getting now. Thanks a lot. 
You that like is, the ones I sent you? Yeah, Bubba, those look great. I, I sent you two pair. One, I don't know who that is wearing it. One that Britney Spears had on. Yeah, thank you, Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, can I just say this? And I, I'm telling myself, this is me preaching to myself. Right. Okay? right. It's not the glasses that makes a person cool. Yeah. You're either cool or not right. prior to the glasses. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes mm, the glasses a, make hey, the man. Hey, Jimi Hendrix walks in this door and he's not wearing glasses. Y'all think he's cool? Yeah. Tom Brady walks he's, in this room right squinting. now and he doesn't <laughs> what if have he puts, any glasses on. Do y'all think he's cool? Yeah, but then he puts Harry Carey's glasses on. He's not cool anymore. You know uh, that's saying? a whole but, different but, ball but game. But don't you think but a Greg, cool Lenny person Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz put sunglasses on. He's extra cool. But that's don't true. you think but though, cool But game. don't you think a Lenny a Lenny Kravitz, a Tom Brady some reason you grabbed Jimi Hendrix. I'll, but, but I'll, anyway, you know what's funny is Jimi Hendrix to, walks I'll, in. We got another. Hey, receiver. hey! I meant to. Here's how I, I meant <laughs> to say Lenny Kravitz, and I just said Jimi Hendrix. Well, you know what? Okay. That, that was the bad part. Right. But you know what? You made you seem hip for just a minute. I know. In, in the music world, I know, you know what I mean. I know. But anyway, the uh, you know he, he completely transformed the guitar. But anyway, um, but don't you think you can be so cool that no matter what glasses you wear now, everybody wants to wear those? Yeah. You know, and, and some you, glasses you, you are hard make, to overcome. You make the glasses cool. That's it. The guy from the military said they called the ones that make them wear birth control glasses. That's funny. Those military glasses. Have they, have they, are they still like that? Have they changed them at all? <laughs> no, they're still, they're still just like they look. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That uh, anyway, I'm gonna uh, use that one. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll see. I, apparently, I, Sherry says that I'm not getting I would, glasses. I hope you buy some outrageous. No, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Whatever she picks out. I'll you got any them. Charles Spurgeon glasses? Greg, thank you. Are you just now coming he, on the Spurgeon thing? Is. I've never Greg, paid that been, much attention. Craig. People have been doing this. I guess this. I haven't seen the right pictures. Oh, yeah. What's he saying? Why well, that little bobblehead you look kind of well, like? Well, I'm talking about the ones they send, though, oh. is the one I get sent all the time. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's funny. Right. Yeah. That's and, scary. And actually. I always have the same line. I feel bad for Charles Spurgeon. Uh, <laughs> Bubba, this could be it. I know you've been thinking about doing a little better. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we this, thinking about it. in the middle of it. This this may be it. We, I've been thinking about it a lot. We, we hey, over the lunch. He didn't ask at the beginning of the pandemic he was going to drop forty. <laughs> yes, right. I wouldn't. It, wouldn't that would have been, been, like been a great time. We're on like great, fourth wave. Great, great, don't remember. <laughs> 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 We've got If I just got ten pounds away, <laughs> ten pounds of variant. You remember, if I don't remember, he gave a speech to the whole family. Oh, yeah. He be calling everybody. We're all going to take this advantage. We all did good on it. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, this could be it. This could be it, Bubba. (laughs) How to lose weight by eating more calories. Wait a minute. I'm listening. Now we got Greg's attention. Yes, Greg. Uh-huh. Can I tell you something? You're responsible for him. I, no, the way I'm not. the stuff just, you drag Bub into. I just want Bubba to be happy. But Greg, you go do all this, and you go off, and you'll move around, try to do better, and all this stuff. And you're making him eat because he's looking for a buddy to run with. He just want one person to go. And you run with him. I saw you screen phone calls earlier, than I've ever seen you in, in the entire <laughs> existence of you being here, so you could eat. I know. But I don't like eating on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked through it. Yeah, but anyway, so here's what this nutritionist said. Oh gosh, I just know my phone's going to light up all the guys I know that are in, in, yeah. that are in the nutritionist field. But I'm just reading a story. Yeah. Food swaps that you need to make to stay full. You need to stay fuller longer and reduce cravings. Yeah. While you're getting the nutrients you need. Now, Bubba, I have to warn you. I don't think these are going to be the foods that you're looking for. Oh no, picky man. You, you, on well, you know he's he sure. eats a lot, but he he doesn't have a lot of variety. No. You know, matter of fact, he can't even be a foodie. Uh, I'm, but, work, um, I'm working more to be a foodie. You're excluded from oh, foodie. Bobby, I'm going to try to. We, we had drop a conversation at home about it. Uh, yeah, drop that yeah, 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 I, I, well, I've dropped it here for breakfast. You're not going to. Yeah, I'll never eat it for breakfast. I don't think you're going to. Here. Gonna, you're not going to do well here. here. Okay. All right, like number one. <laughs> That's a big stand you made. The less healthy, they have two plain crackers. That's 40 calories. 
you'd be better off to eat a half of an avocado that's 161 calories. Oh, I see what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can tell you, I've never been on the avocado train. I've it's tried. It's just mm-hmm. the the color of it is weird to me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it does. And the, the, content, the, the texture in my mouth, I know you've talked about this before, Rick, things mm-hmm. that, that just, yeah. you yeah. don't like mushrooms <laughs> because of that. <laughs> well, we've had this conversation we before. Have. We have. Uh, it, ju- it just seems greasy or something. I don't like it. All right, so I'm listen. Not, I've, I've tried it. Too. But listen, it's great. I Here's one coming up. I think we're, first of all, like they say, if you wanted to eat a biscuit, it says a bourbon biscuit. What's that? I don't know. Let's just say I'm biscuit. Baptist. I've never heard of that. Well, your best case scenario, your non-domination. <laughs> yeah. uh, that deacon comment I made yesterday hurt. That one, that, that one stung, didn't it? Uh, but anyway, so it says you would be better off to eat a handful of almonds, even though the almonds are 162 calories and the biscuit's only 67. Now, why do they say that? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, uh, almonds are full of calories. Yeah, Big but time. They're, but, they're, but I mean, full why of you, you're, you're, you're gaining 100 some, calories But listen, right but they're saying health-wise you're better off. Yeah. Because the almonds keep you fuller, and they were better for you. They're good calories. Okay. It's better to eat more good like calories almonds. than less bad calories. We have almonds in the kitchen. I'll go in there and get me a handful. All right, so here's almond. another one. This is bad for you here because I know how you're not going to like this one. If you were to get the low-fat strawberry yogurt, mm-hmm. 55 calories, you'd be better off to get the full-fat plain yogurt. But i got to warn you, plain yogurt's not what you think it is. It's not the ice cream. Yeah, well, I'm no. I like, mark I like that, regular yogurt. You can Bubba mark. Doesn't. You can mark that. that whole line off. Hang on, I, mean, I like hang on either one of those. No, okay. the break stones. Yeah, Greg, this is one that you and I need to adopt. Oh boy, coffee with low fat milk and artificial sweetener, forty calories. We'd be better off to have our coffee with full fat milk at milk at hundred calories. See, I don't do coffee mm-hmm. either. So I don't put anything Rick, in. You, but if you I did, the, I'm doing you that. You missed the one before that. The ham sandwich. Yeah, what is that? I just didn't think you were going to participate in that. Well, what, is it, what does it say? I don't know well, what that other thing two is. two slices of ham and a handful of, uh, this is French fries when they say crisp. This is from the U.K. probably. Some lettuce and tomatoes. So if you had had ham sandwiches and French fries, it's 220 calories. Yep. You'd be better off to get a skewer. Of full, what? Uh, that's like a kebab full of vegetables. Even though they're 380 calories, it would be better for you to eat two of those and you'd be more full. But you ain't going to eat a skewer of vegetables Pitch over a ham sandwich. You ain't going to do that. Well, it just depends but on what vegetables. You ain't going to do that. They don't it's even put, be the right one. They don't, oh, put, they don't put broccoli on, on, on I, skewers. I'd, I'd eat broccoli. Bell peppers eat, and uh, a yellow onion. I'd eat mm. okra. I'd eat squash. Mm. All that. Did you know that mm. homemade butter chicken curry with green vegetables is healthier for you than chicken breast with steamed broccoli and rice? Even though the other the, the broccoli and the rice is less calories, I'm not sure you'd be that. healthier to eat the the other. I'm not with more sure calories. about that. One. Glass of milk is more uh, healthier than a glass of diet coke. I, I believe that. About the, even though the milk's got more calories. Yeah. Meatballs and spaghetti with parmesan mm. is better for you Mm-mm. than you white look, pasta with just tomato sauce. You going the wrong what? way? What you, you look? You going the wrong no, way? No, no. Look, look right here. No, no. Look. The line's going the other look. way. Healthier. Yeah, but you read it backwards. No, I didn't. I said meatballs with brown brown spaghetti and a sprinkle of Parmesan is healthier okay, okay. than white pasta. Okay. They See, on the second page, they flipped it to the yeah. other way. It's going yeah, the other way. It. I, I don't know why they did that, but they did. But I see how you thought I was on the right. Because the other page was the other way. What is white pasta with tomato sauce? I don't know. That's just regular, regular pasta, pasta with tomato sauce. That's so what you're that means. better to have meatballs? Yep. What's brown spaghetti? I don't know, but I don't, I don't, I don't like yeah, the sound no, of it. Yeah, I don't that. either. That whole week, yeah, I'm like eating a weed or something. Yeah, so whole week spaghetti. Yeah. So anyway, there are foods that have more calories, but are better for you than other foods that are lower in calories. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in the 
the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, A.D. Van Adler, the gang, all here. Wednesday Bible study back today. We start a brand new series today. We'll walk through the book of 1 Corinthians. So if you've been uh, saying, hey, I don't want to jump in the middle of a series, we start a new one today. Uh, noon Central, 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Uh, welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy, Bubsy. Bubsy. Thank all of you for spending just a few hours with us each and every day. Okay, so a couple things that we can talk about to start uh, the hour. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I, I know the world we're living in now that the, the gotcha and the mob is, is ready. I mean, anything you do, uh, then, then here we go. Uh, Jack Morris is in trouble. Uh, he was uh, doing the, the game between the Detroit Tigers and the Los Angeles Angels. Los Angeles. Does that feel right to you? <laughs> Not calling them a California angel. I know. Yeah. Just... But anyway, so I don't like when I don't like when cities have two teams. I don't like New York's two teams. I, I don't uh, like any of that. Just a city should only be allowed to have one team. Well, how do you um, like when it used to be for a state like California Angels or the the Florida Marlins? Of course, they've changed, changed it out of Miami. I don't. I don't mind that Tennessee Titans. I don't. I don't yeah. mind that. I I, I kind of like that. But, but, but Minnesota Vikings. Right. Um. So, uh, but don't you think you can only do that? Uh, of course, that's. Uh, that, can't you only do that if you only got one team, though? Well, how do you feel about the Chargers and the Rams sharing a stadium? Hate it. Now, the hate Giants it. and the Jets do. Hate that. it. Hate it. If you have to share a stadium, hate does, it. That, does that say hate maybe it. we don't need two yeah, teams? Yeah, you don't need two teams. Yeah. If they don't have their own stadium, you certainly don't need them. Yeah, I, uh, I don't like that at all. I, I just hate that. Um, all right, so have you heard this audio? No, I have not. So, Y'all tell me about it. I haven't heard it. I think in the audio, he's really trying to do like a character that, that used to say this, like whatever, but his timing is really bad. Well, uh, and uh, Bubba, no, he, I think he's, well. Do you? Well, I mean, why? It, it sounds even like. Even if he is, big whoop. It sounds like to me that he's almost doing the, and I know you may not be allowed to do this anymore, mm-hmm. where if something happens, and, you know, we saw this happen with Johnny Fever on WKRP, <laughs> and, you, and you'll reach in and grab that phrase, badges, we don't need no stinking badges. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, you're pulling something out of a movie, and the person mm-hmm. who said it had a certain accent. That's what it sounds like yeah, he's doing to me. What, to me, I, I thought I thought it was. It didn't sound much. like it was directed at the pitcher to me. Uh, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's it, almost like a the, the, like guy, the, the player was talking about happened to be Asian. What I'm saying is, if the if there but had even not, so, if there hadn't been an if there hadn't been an Asian picture pitcher in the same situation oh, that was no. dangerous, I think he may have said that same yeah. phrase. May have. I, I do. May I, have. I mean, the way it sounds to me. Well, but, I'm saying even if But it doesn't matter. Big, well, I mean, it really doesn't, doesn't matter. Because yeah. how about this? There, Asian people, if, it, if English is their second language, they actually do talk that way. So, yeah. so, so here. And that careful. doesn't make him, them wrong. Yeah, and it's so, former MLB player, and he does the color commentating on the Detroit Tigers network or whatever. And, 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 so, and uh, uh, uh No, Shohei uh, Otani is, okay. is pitching. Okay. Uh, and, and I guess he says something, and then and then he's about I guess about to come up to you know because he hits too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, we're going to catch the broadcast. Is so is he coming to bat or is he pitching? I think he's uh, coming th- to bat. Yeah, coming to bat. Okay. Uh, but um, and he can hit. Oh, yeah, phenomenal. boy, can he? Uh, and and so the headline: Detroit Tigers announcer had to apologize for a racist remark. Racist. Racist. So we're, you're going to hear what he says, and then you're going to hear the apology back to back. Now, what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful. Shohei Otani is coming to the plate, and uh, 
that's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize if I did. Certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, it but but the, the way I'm honest with you, now what do you think now? Well, <laughs> can I tell you this? Can I say this? It wasn't a very good one. It wasn't. And it, my it, point is, but even was if it was, I, let's hear it again. Why are we at the point that we're offended by that? Yeah, let's hear it again. Okay. You want to hear everything or just that? Well, yeah, just what we. It's just pretty short. Yeah. The, at least the first. Now, one. what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. It's not a great one. I'm not even sure what accent that is. I'm not. But you're right. Yeah, even. it's a. Uh, are you sure? I think, I Asian, think he was you're going. You're sure the Asians were offended I, by that? I, I, I don't know. I, that think, that I, I think I'm offended by that. <laughs> I, I of how bad was, it is. I think he was trying to do an Asian. Put it that way. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. and so what? Or was he doing right. Elmer Fudd? What if I think he was doing Elmer Fudd? It sounded like he was doing Elmer Fudd. That's what I'm thinking. When he's stalking the rabbit, he, you know. Well, I don't even his apology when he said, well, I was doing Elmer Fudd. He said, you'll be very, very quiet. Right. I don't know. Why did he just come back and say, I was doing Elmer Fudd? What's everybody mad at me about? Because he was probably not. But let's hear and see. I still say it's not offensive even if he wasn't. Right, right. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful. That sounds like Elmer Fudd to me. Look, be very, very careful. That's one of Elmer Fudd's lines. Right. It's true, it is. Uh, <laughs> that's. I mean, there it is. Look, put that back up, Adler. Look, that's exactly what he is. He's quoting yeah, Elmer that's Fudd. what I yeah, well, I don't know. Well, anyway, so, but hey, Rick, headline. I had to racist. apologize for a racist remark. When, that, when Greg and I saw that headline, we're like, my racist. goodness, we got to get to reading that's here. No, what do you I do? thought he dropped no. a, yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you all in the break. But no, no I don't want to even hear that, buddy. <laughs> but I, I, you thought it was much worse than, than be, I, this. I, I mean, I'm come like, on. Yo, I'm it not sure like what you do with Shohei Otani. Be very, better careful. It sounds like an attempt I, to do Betty, Elmer Fudd. Betty, come it on, it is. It's a it's a bad attempt to well, Elmer Fudd. Social media lit up. Oh, oh, how dare it. him? T- TV viewers. Hey, uh, he, did he just? You know do, what? I wish he'd come back and said, yeah. "Look, I I was kidding, cutting up, having a good time. Get over it, everybody. Right. Let's play ball." Yeah, I mean, like to yeah. me, it would be no. Don't different. y'all worry about COVID or something? It matters. When, when, his, it would be, it would, when his doing an accent, it doesn't matter. Been racist because, like anyway. I said, there are Asian people that talk that way. That's so ridiculous. What? People make fun of Southern people. Sure, they yeah. do. Let's say some hillbilly was up to bat. He said, "I tell you, he's gonna take a swing at it." You know, right, yeah. be, <laughs> how, how would he say? He's gonna take a swing at it. Right. Right. What if he said, "I'm a pan down and down"? Yeah, I'm a pan down about the dog. Or if he struck out, he'd say he went down a swing and. Yeah, I mean, see, I might say about accent. It looks like. Larry Wayne's going to go down swinging. You know, uh, you know, I, I would, uh, I would, I would go back to this. I mean, yeah, like, let's, we've let's say got for it, to loosen up in this country. I know, but, the, but I'm saying the title "racist." Yeah, it's, that's yeah. Racist. When you hear that, that that's word strong. "racist," that's that's strong. That's a big deal. That's a strong word. Racist is someone trying to annihilate a race of people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Or, or someone who who talks down or says derogatory. I got things. news for people. Yeah. For different reasons, other countries, parts of the U.S. People have accents and people are going to mock them. That's just that's America. To me, Greg, it would be that's no, comedy. It, it would be no different if often they said, "Well, here comes Jack Nicholson to the plate, and what do you think they need to do here?" I said, "Well, they better ask him nicely." Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. You're right. You Big know, deal. You're right. So, but in this particular case, Elmer Fudd is not a race. No, no, but I, I, I think he was trying. Well, Greg, Greg says he, he doesn't think. I it think was he was taking Asian slant. I think he was. 
But Greg, you know, in the time we're living in, though, even if he wasn't, he, you got to come back and apologize because you. I can't, know, you but can't, I, I, why has everybody got to apologize? Right? They should. They just didn't sound. How about why don't we go? Look, I think Asian accents than doing that are funny, and if that bothers you, then either don't listen to me or buy my product or hang around me. Right. I would not, like not today though. You'd have to be fired. I know. Uh, I would like in the story for him to say if it was Elmer Fudd. Hey y'all, no, that uh, was not Asian. Apparently it wasn't because you know? he didn't it say it. It was a that. bad attempt. Because I think it was a Asian bad attempt at an Asian Yeah, very accent. bad. Yeah. Very, it's, very. It's, it's really What do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. If I'm Asian, I'm, a, I'm offended no. if he's trying to do an Asian accent. So is Elmer Fudd doing Asian accent then? No. <laughs> Bubba, y'all trying to save this on every No, show. I'm not. I'm no, not. I'm just no, saying that's, saying, that when he said does that. Does Elmore Fudd say that statement? Yes, yes he does. does. Yeah. yeah. And he does. Very, very. I thought the guy thought it was, was in Goonies, too, didn't you? How to take care of the Mogway. <laughs> Greg, how are you bringing Goonies up because in this? You remember that Asian man they bought him from? I thought when he was giving the instructions about I may have made that up. I thought he was. I don't remember that. Being very he went, hey, Rick, he went you to You can't look feed him after today. midnight and all that. He went into the Goonies looking for it today, Rick. Not Goonies, but yeah. Oh, what, is, what was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gremlins. 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 Okay. That's what it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you get the Gremlins movie? Yeah, you know, when he bought the Mogway and he gave him all the instructions. No, I don't remember that. Well, <laughs> be very, very careful. Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> Bubba, I thought he Bubba, be careful. I'm doing Elmer Fudd. <laughs> you need to do what Jack Morris would have said. It's Elmer Fudd. Everybody leave me alone. Well, evidently, he, that's what he meant, yeah. or he would have said, hey, people, I was, I was trying to be Maybe Elmer Maybe he'll, he'll do that Or today. somebody said, just apologize. We're going to get past it. Yes. Well, All right, so. You know what that means? And that, to me, that's patronizing to think, look, just give them what they want move on. 15 minutes past the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. They're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba. You can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll chat with you now. Lines are available. Harry Murdahl, ready to take your phone calls. Just come on in now. Could have a speed train. Greg, um, on law one, does this say Mo Bandy? Mo Bandy? You about Mo Bandy like a... You talking about country music sensation, Mo Bandy? I think so. No. Yeah, I'm sure that's who it is. Mo, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing okay. How are you doing? We're now, great. Is hey, it, now, is, I'm from Cape... I'm from the Cape of Dorado area, and I'm going. I'm looking forward to see you up here this weekend. Yep. And uh, now you're not the know, uh, you're not the Mo Bandy, are you? No, I'm not the Mo Bandy. Uh-huh. I, uh, I'll Mo tell you Bandy. more about it when I see you Saturday. Okay, so is your last name Bandit or Bandy? No, no, my last name my last name was not Bandit. I'm just I just put on Mo Bandit on there so I could talk to you. <laughs> I figured I'd get on there a little quicker. Hey, also, uh, if Rush Limbaugh was alive, he'd welcome you too, and he's the greater city of Cape Girardeau. Well, I'm are a, you related to Rush? No, I'm not. I, I'm just a good friend. Oh, really? Well, I, I'm looking I'm a good friend of the, I'm a good friend of the Limbaugh's, and I wish we had time while you was up here, Rod. I'd like to show you how to play a little golf. <laughs> well, you know, I've never played yeah. golf because it, it's not a sport. It'd really take time. Rick, right. yeah. Well, no, it, 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 it requires incredible skill. You threw that Incre- in there, though. Incredible skill. But but the thing well, is... I guess, it's, I guess your partner, then, I guess he's the one I tried to tell him to play golf and get some therapy on his back. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I, yeah. Gonna play, okay? yeah I play twice anyway, a I'll year. Think, it's it's pretty good. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. All right, my man. Come up. 
Hey, okay. look Rick up and, and sit down and have a conversation. Hey, I look forward to seeing you, man. It's going to be a great trip. All right, buddy. It's going to be a good event. I know that. Yeah, well, okay. thank you. All right, thank see you. We'll see you, we'll see you Saturday. All right, yeah. thank you, man. Man. There he is. So, yeah, if you uh, – that's Mo coming Mo up this Saturday. Cave Girardo. Matter of fact, the, the guy who you is – You might know him as Mo Bandit. You might know him as Mo Bandit. <laughs> uh, the, um, at Linwood uh, Church there. And uh, they're they're doing that on a uh, man church one day on Saturday morning. I hope you'll come join us. Uh, Rich Wingo be with me. If you never heard Rich speak, you're really missing out. We'll do a panel. We'll talk, answer some questions, and it's gonna be great praise and worship. And we're gonna have a great time. Uh, how about the? Uh, do you do you not find it sh- uh, weird that Shane and Shane the the music group that they were at the marriage conference last weekend and they're gonna be at I this? I thought y'all were on tour together. I know. Am I on tour with Shane and I Shane? And it's not on. official, and, and you kind of feel bad for them. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they're playing Friday night at uh, Linwood. And then there's a women's conference that Saturday afternoon. So Man Church Saturday morning, and we'll see Mo and all that are coming out. I did get a text, Bubba. You mentioned that that family members of Rush Limbaugh should come. Mm-hmm. And I did get a text. Somebody said they're working on getting Rush's brother there. Okay. Yeah, we've met David before. Yeah, yeah what, a, been a while. Oh, what a great man. Super guy. guy. Yeah. We've had him on the show yeah. uh, when he did his book. You, now you're going to have people showing up faking it. I'm Frank Limbaugh. How are y'all? <laughs> now you're right. Frank. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. I'm already in hand. <laughs> Yeah, I'm already. Oh yeah, but anyway, if you, uh, but if you, you know, if you, Donnie Limbaugh, good to see you. On a real, real, real serious note, but if you think about it, Rush Limbaugh, he 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 said this when he only had weeks left. Mm. You know, he uh, that his brother is the one who led him to Christ. Mm -hmm. He was the one that said, "Look, you got to get this right. I know you believe, but you got to get this right." And he talked about that. You know, that's when he announced that he was going to die. And he said, "I just want everybody to know, you know, that that I've, I've got this worked out and." His brother played a huge role in that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, did you ever, Bubba, when you were uh, growing up? I know we've talked about our our favorite breakfast cereals. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get into this world of Frankenberry and Count Chocula? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had Count Chocula sometimes, but <laughs> it was not. Figure, it was not one of Frankenberry was not one of my big ones. You know, I about I had Crunch? Captain Crunch. Uh, Frosted Flakes, you know, Apple Jacks, they were pretty big. You know, those three. Apple I like Jacks Frosted, was a change up. When I was a kid, it was Frosted Flakes and Cookie Crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, didn't like Raisin Bran, I was afraid. No. Of Rick, no. you like Raisin Bran. I did. You know, Captain Crunch just was amazingly, I think, my favorite. That was a Captain game. Crunch was the walking dog. Yeah. And, you know, I do Honey uh, honey Nut Cheerios now when I do cereal. I don't, I don't mind like. good. Cheerios have got so many different selections. I like Frosted. Honey nut, that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Crackling oat bran, you don't eat. Crackling I love oat crackling oat bran. Like bran. Dog food. It looks exactly like dog food, <laughs> but it's good. But anyway, what I was going to tell you, I don't like count chocolate and all that. Oh, no, Frankenberry. But here's the thing, Frankenberry, which we did a funny joke about Frankenberry, if you remember. <laughs> yeah. But but I don't remember when they added uh, fruit brute and yummy mummy. I missed. That. Now, I remember. I, I remember booberry. Booberry, I, I do remember. Uh, Boo am I thinking about Bojo? But what General Mills is going to do is the 50th anniversary of their monster cereals. So they're gonna release Monster one. Series. Well, they're gonna release one. that's called the Monster Mash, and it's gonna have all the all of them in there. Oh, a little mixture. <laughs> it's a mixture of all the monsters. <laughs> a mixture. Yeah, a little Monster Mash. They come in mash. I don't. Yeah. I don't get too far off on the cereals. No. It's pretty basic. You know. I haven't had the ce- big ones. Yeah, I, I haven't had cereal, and I don't know when. And and I uh, you need dry crackling oat bran. It's good. I, I'm not. I'm not eating crackling oat bran. You try. But that's that's out. I'm not gonna eat that. It's good. So, but I, if I'm just going, I just want a snack of a cereal that I just want to eat because there's nothing good in any of them, really. And, uh, and yeah, that, they're just filler. Yeah, and that would be Captain Crunch. Mm. I mean, to me, it's the best. Of the okay. Best. I think there, there was a peanut butter one. Uh, yeah. 
in that group like that. that I had for a while, and mm-hmm. then I didn't like. What was the name of that? I remember that. There's a peanut butter Captain Crunch. Maybe that no, was, yeah. it was uh, it was a different. It was had round. They were round little things. I tell you, yeah. what's hard to find, but it's still my favorite is Frosted Rice Krispies. Yeah, there that's, you not go, bad. that's not bad. You can't Greg. talk about cereal without Greg bringing up Frosted Frosted Rice Krispies. <laughs> oh, I love them. Yeah, <laughs> look the, at them. That's not it, Bubba. The peanut, peanut butter, butter crunch. crunch. Yeah, I, I thought that's what you're talking. That's about. That's it. Is that what it? Okay, maybe. And I think uh, Reese Cup had a version too. Maybe that's what it was. Um, it was something tied in modern, modern times. That's true. Now you no, get that. That would have been time. in our time. Rice right. Krispies. You didn't eat that on. No, I didn't no. like because you had dad had some at the house. You had dad sugar. No. Yeah. Um, you want to know what Terry bought that uh, has? I mean, I was surprised. It's Crave. K R A V E. And it's pretty. It's pretty. It's Kellogg's makes it, and it's like got chocolate in the middle. Oh, and it's pretty good. I tell you what, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I felt so like, bad. Look at here. When the boys were still staying at the house, or when they're home from, uh, one of them was home from college, whatever. Sherry like tries to go. There it is. Sherry tried to find this place <laughs> where you could get what she thought was healthy cereal, but cereal they would still eat, <laughs> and she walks in with life. Oh, oh, not live. No. Live oh, cereal. No. I didn't like the game or the cereal. Yeah. Oh, Do you no. remember Jerry Seinfeld's bit on live cereal? No. He goes, well, you're kind of full of ourselves there, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this day, it's bigger than cereal. This is life. He goes, what, what did y'all just turn down God, calling it God? <laughs> and, uh, but he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody funny. likes life. So. No. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but, uh, that, you I, know what? Hit your face on you know what? Just hurt really you bad. know what it reminds okay, me buddy. of? You remember the soft drink tab? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Back before that we was had like, like the first diet drinks. Diet drink, yeah. Man. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. That's nothing. I've said this before that there was a vending machine at the old locker room at Oxford, and it was always empty except for tab. If I remember, that was the coldest drink machine in the world. It was. That's about when we had that real refrigerator. Everything, Ooh, the yeah. little light would be on everything except tab. We'd had. But nobody's going to drink tab in the dressing room. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, maybe while they had it in there. You talk about how times have changed. The, the <laughs> athletic locker room had a soft drink machine. Yeah. <laughs> Right there in, right by the shower. <laughs> right by the shower. That's good for me. <laughs> so, uh, I'll get you some tab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a glass. Uh, oh, I remember. It that. was in glass, which if you break around the shower, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, that's. So, uh, is there a cereal that you're ashamed you like? In other words, you don't want to Raisin Bran was mine. Uh, Shameful. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. But I really think, oh my gosh, that is bad. I like Raisin Bran there, as I said. There it is. I, I, like I used to keep that was a bip to me that you like. I, I remember my fat little face with that little sunshine on the front with two scoops of raisin. Ooh, you <laughs> like that, dude. I'd just sit there and stare at him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your phone calls next at 866 We Be Big. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Here we go. Lines available, uh, and we're going to the people. Let's go. A long distance directory assistance. You can talk about whatever you want to. You can ask a question. You can bring information to the table. Uh, we're staying away from meaningless shout-outs and shameless plugs. We're talking about content here. Uh, what is on your mind? Bring up something. Ask a question. Make a comment. Bring it in. 30 seconds of pop. Uh, we got eh, eight lines available. There goes two of them covering up. But if you, if you move, you can get in right now. While you're dialing, I do want to talk about carshield.com. Carshield.com. Uh, if your automobile is no longer under a warranty and you'd like to have some protection, uh, then get a protection plan uh, with our friends at carshield.com. Just one repair could hit you $1,500. Bam! 
I mean, like that. I mean, that light comes on. You might well have. It might as well have a, a one comma five hundred. <laughs> it's that's it minimum. Uh, so uh, if you're not covered by your warranty anymore, get a protection plan. Now, if you go under the car shield, uh, you'll get roadside assistance twenty four seven. Uh, you'll get uh, rental coverage. Won't cost you anything. Uh, you'll also get to trip reimbursements at no additional charge. Uh, so, uh, and if it's a covered repair, uh, they will pay the certified ASC certified mechanic of your choice uh, directly. Okay, so it, it could not be simpler. Get that automobile protected before it's too late. CarShield.com. Use the code Bubba. Get 10% off the protection plan that you select. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. So uh, let's uh, let's start uh, with Anonymous. Uh, Anonymous, uh, you're on. 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Yeah, I went to my doctor recently, and they're a huge proponent for the vaccine. And I said, well, I've tested positive and, you know, supposedly had it. Um, what about testing for the antibodies? And they said, well, we don't know what the, uh, you know, effective level of your titer would be like smallpox and measles and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys have what? talked to any of the doctors the, about, the you know, it's either a positive or a negative test, not a level test, I guess is what I'm asking. So I don't know if you talked to any of the doctors uh, that you guys have talked to about that. Yeah, uh, I, some of the tests uh, people we've heard from have a number tied to it. The one that I always get just says reactive or not. I right, don't know yeah. if it, you know what the number is. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, I've heard the same thing. Some of them just say you got them or you don't, and then there's some discussion of you don't know how strong they are. I, I, but but I'm like you. I've had some people that say no, no. My doctor said I have strong antibodies, or they're weakening. They're getting weaker. So I think they have the ability. Uh, to look at that, and uh, but I have heard the same thing, and I don't know the answer to that. Maybe maybe somebody can. Rodney in South Alabama. Rodney, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, yesterday, you know, y'all read, Bubba read the emails, and then when the lady come on there and started talking about how y'all was not doing right by talking about the girl, the tennis player, and I just got, I think I, I think I had secondhand embarrassment for you guys. It's just. Uh, Y'all was getting scolded pretty hard, and I yeah. kept thinking that we was going to get all get called to the office by the principal or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was. Back yeah, I, I thought the, I thought our response was fair. Uh, and, it was measured, and uh, and I've had some people in the mental mental health industry that thought our response was very very much spot on. Uh, I think they're starting to feel the way that we've talked about with racism. And things like that, that people who've actually experienced racism kind of feel put out when people start calling things racism that makes uh, their claim of racism seem kind of unfounded because people think that's really racism. They don't realize how bad it really is. And I think some people in the mental health um, profession says this thing that just because somebody's having a hard time with something means they're mentally ill, we're really tired of hearing that Mm -hmm. Uh, because we see mental illness and how serious it really is, and it kind of dumbs it down, so we don't like that either. And I thought what y'all said yesterday was fair. So, so uh, you know, and we don't get everything right, and uh, we're not saying we do, but um, but anyway, th- uh, that was I got. Um, I'm trying to find the one speaking of secondhand embarrassment that I got yesterday, but I think I'm gonna stay out of it. What? Um, <laughs> it was. Uh, it's funny when people go, "What's secondhand embarrassment?" and then they they have that feeling, it. and you go, mm-hmm. well, "That's what it is." Right. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna. You'll know. That's part of my everyday life. Uh, every hour, right? Just thinking oh, about wow. that. That's right. your. That's Griff, your battle. What you got there? I'm gonna stay out of it. I, I had second. It, it was a good one. If I read it, you would you would have the secondhand embarrassment too. And what you would say, I think, would also get you in trouble too. And I don't really want 
be that friend to get you in trouble. Okay, well, I'll try not to. Okay, so I think I just made a good decision. Okay, well, let's go to Ethan in Huntsville. 30 seconds, go ahead. Hey, ask, guys. Ask uh, uh, I was wondering, um, I've, I've been listening to you guys for about 28 years, uh, growing up in my dad's truck, riding around listening to you guys, and I was wondering if there was one thing in your radio career that you could do differently, what would it be and why? <sighs> Boy, there's, there's um, and the entire the entire career. Oh man, that's a that's, that's Rick a, would probably say found a better partner. Well, uh, that one uh, that that was that was I was going to say that maybe your thought, uh, but um, I was going to say uh, talk Rick into doing midday show. Yeah, I, uh, you know I t- no, I really can't say that I I would have done anything different. I mean, it's been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I uh, probably probably letting Bubba be fifty fifty. Uh, that was probably <laughs> <laughs> rethink that one. <laughs> no, I really can't. I mean, I, I look at I look at the things that have the way they've fallen in. You know, and really, we're fortunate. It's kind of like Greg. I think about this. You know, you and I growing up, how fortunate we were that our dad only coached three places our entire lives, yeah. and and the one at the beginning we were so little we don't even hardly remember. It. Yeah. Uh, so I think we've been Instead fortunate that there hasn't been a you know. How could you have done anything different? Us have the stability that we've had, you know, because yeah. that's pretty uncommon in this business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, I, re- I honestly, now, if you want to go back and, you know, uh, think about things that I've said, yeah, yeah, oh, or yeah. you could always. Yeah. Have now, I can certainly do that because you know, and there, there's things that I said at a time in my life that I wasn't mature enough uh, at the time spiritually, uh, and and I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing. Um, you know, the, uh, uh, those, I, I can certainly list those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as the, the way we've moved through the industry and the way we've handled our business, I really can't. But as far as content, things that I participated in content wise that I regret, absolutely I do. Sure. Uh, let's continue. Uh, Lee in Meridian, uh, listening to 97.9. Uh, Lee, go ahead. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing this morning? Good. Good. Great. Good, good. Got one word for you as far as the last hour uh, discussion about glasses. Contacts. I'm 68. I've been wearing contacts for 50 years now. I love my contacts. They're very versatile. You can give them color, whatever. I really believe that might work for you. Nah, you know, that's really nice of you to say that, Lee, and it would be a great thing, but I tried contacts early on. I'm not a contact guy. Okay. I just can't pull it oh, off. Okay. Yeah, I can't pull it off. Yeah, they make them soft lens. Like- yeah, I had those. I did the soft lens. How many times do you think I – it's like Bubba. We're talking about, you know, we, we're going to have some equipment changes coming up. And Bubba's talking to uh, Super Tom right now who's suggesting I have a touch tone board. Mm-mm. And and Bubba's like, not a touch tone, a touch screen. Touch screen. I'm yeah. sorry. Mm-mm. And and yeah, touch if you tone, got I a touch do, tone touch board, tone, you I really got it. something. Yeah. But a touch screen. He's telling Tom. He said, "Rich, not a touch screen. No, that that's some big old thick fingers, and there's a lot of lot going on over in mm-hmm. one seat. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm not a touch screen guy. Mm-hmm. I make a mess with a touch screen. Uh, and with with soft lenses, I constantly would open them up, and the I I dump the liquid out, and they'd be dried out. I, I kept they kept wadding up in my fingers, and I couldn't get them in my eyes and Contacts for me, soft lens, whatever, were a complete disaster. Yeah, uh, I just that's just not an option for me. But but I'm glad it's working for you. Uh, let's go to um, Mark and Shader Springs. Mark and Shader Springs. Mark, go ahead. Hey, how y'all doing, brother? Good, we're great. Gotta I'll get y'all's opinion on this because I've got a son that's in the military, and I'm a big patriotic 
about choice. And this mandate them to take this, and I'm not anti-vaccine, don't get me wrong, but I think the military ought to have a choice just like the private sector do because we're under the same constitution. And I think it ought to be... You know, I, I don't, I have to respectfully, and I don't, I'm not, I know that's serious, but once you decide to go into the military, you are on your own free will making a choice to give up certain rights yeah. that the uh, the private citizens and the uh, civilians have. Uh, when you go into the military, you know you're going into a dictatorship. Uh, and I think some of the... And to some degree, when you go to work for somebody, yeah, same yeah, thing. right, yeah. yeah. And some of the societal experiments we're doing with the military right now, I think, are disastrous. Uh, and uh, so, if it, if, if you know, they have to have order. Uh, and if they say, you know, you got to go up this hill with this weight on, and if you can't do it, you can't be in. And right. you know, what about the fact that I mean, what if you get to the point saying, well, I don't think I should be told to to go cover this area, so this higher ranking officer. Uh, can move through here safer. Yeah. I don't want to give my life up for this guy. I shouldn't be made to do that, put myself in danger. See, where, see how it starts getting chaotic. I mean, who do you think you are, the Afghan National You're Army? Right. <laughs> so, uh, but I understand your concern. I do. But um, in the military, that's, that's a different deal. You kind of know what you're getting into. 15 minutes to the top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, more of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Because um, I'm sure there's a number of kind of vaccines you have to take to be in the Army. Yeah. Uh, haircut. I mean, they're giving up Rick on that a little Bubba, bit. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. We're back Rick 10 Bubba, minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Wednesday Bible study coming up here in just a little bit if you're listening live at noon central time. Brand new uh, series, session one, verse one, chapter one, and we'll roll through the book of 1 Corinthians. Very, very timely uh, for the current history of uh, especially the Western church. All right, so um, does it feel does it feel awkward that we were watching the, all this going on in Afghanistan? And we understand now that the rescue planes are leaving empty uh that is a story rick from the daily mail it is their lead story right now it says cabal evacuation flights take off empty as taliban close off airport and make it impossible for western expatriates to get through while fighters refuse to let afghans through meaning hundreds are being left behind each and every flight now, remember, we were told this wouldn't be like Saigon. You're right. It's worse. It, it, it may be worse. But that's why this is awkward. And I know they didn't – I guess they, they have to plan these things so far in advance, but how awkward is it that the vice president, Kamala Harris, is going to Vietnam right now? Yeah. Does that just feel – could there be worse timing on no, that? I mean, it's like no. – uh, should we be sending her, as we all are talking about, visions of Saigon – this, doesn't that just feel – because, you know, I mean, right now, I mean, does anybody even know where the vice president is? She doesn't – we never we ain't heard from her a lot. Right. Well, I'll tell well, you Well, I what. guess she's working on that border problem. Wasn't she in charge of that? Yeah. Right. yeah. Did she ever go? Well, let me tell you. No. that She uh, did finally go, did she? Well, she got within a few hundred miles of it. You're right. Uh, so uh, – if, if she is the one running that, we got problems. So let me be clear. Right now we're bringing in airplanes that nobody can get on. Mm-hmm. We're having airplanes that are landing, refueling, and having to take back off to stay on schedule. 
uh, because I'm sure they have got a hot zone. There. I'm sure they have some fighter escorts involved too yeah, right. to get them out. Right, and they're empty because nobody can get through the gate. So that's good. And the good news is we can get all the updates we need on Twitter because the Taliban's leader yeah. is still yeah. on Twitter, but mm-hmm. but Trump is not. Yeah, Gosh, as long as they don't promote violence, right? And what we know they're not going to do that. No, mm-hmm. the what? Taliban doesn't promote violence. Uh, Gary out of Montgomery listening to us on I-92. Hey, Gary. Hey, guys. You know, I'm I'm really sad about the, the people that are, you know, Afghanistan and all that. But, you know, if you really want to know a bad crime area, come move to Montgomery, Alabama at, at night. You got your own. You got Iraq. You got Iran going on, especially on the west side. It's so crime riddled. You got to walk around with bulletproof vests and go check your mailbox at night. i tell you one thing. Don't. Yeah, the best thing about Montgomery is when you leave it. War Eagle. <laughs> war Eagle. He threw a War Eagle at <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, oh, my little, goodness. He's a little tore up. Though. I was about to say, that's uh, – Man. That, that is uh, – about that? What, was the signal you gave me – what was that signal? I, I, I just know. wanted you to, to see the uh, the ham guy in that story right I there. knew it was – Rick, yeah. he, you know yeah, what this is. Oh, him. this is Huntsville. Yeah. yeah. No, I just I, – you don't oh. see stories. <laughs> Are you going to the ham fest in Huntsville? Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know. We'll now, see. You don't miss Huntsville Ham Fest. Not much. We it last year we didn't have one. Oh, they shut it down. Yeah. Oh, this they're going to have, have it this time? They are having it. Uh, yeah. You're never. I mean, you got to be there. Well, I don't know. I know, I know you're the face of Ham. I, I want so you the face go. of Ham. Oh, no, no. no. Uh, I definitely would want to be there, but uh, oh, go my ahead. foot's still hurting, and that's a lot of walking. And oh. you know, the old COVID's peaking a little bit right now. Can I take a look at sure, that? Sure, sure. So, But it just seems like it'll be like an emptiness. Well, if, if, well, if it'll no, be a big emptiness. If there's no, there's gonna be a lot of disappointed people. Boy, there are. Be, for me, yeah. one, especially somebody that's planning on selling the few connectors. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. You know, quick you, you really, you really miss that Huntsville Ham Fest when you when you miss it and you don't have your connectors. You know, <laughs> I know. Uh, let's go. Just diggy parts now. It's Giggy Parts. Oh, Giggy Parts. What did you do? Giggy. <laughs> it's, it's Giggy. Sorry. Giggy Parts. Now, now you mess with somebody, can't nobody say it. <laughs> it's Giggy Parts. Giga parts. What is wrong with you? That's not the you talking about. Let's see what Giggy. Find sponsor here on the show, Greg. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's what I was talking about. I was trying to give him some love. Mike in Wisconsin. <laughs> Mike, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I am a uh, civilian that works on a military base in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And we got uh, brought into a briefing yesterday, and uh, you may not believe what I'm about to tell you, but um, they they never tell us anything, so the briefing was kind of an odd thing for us to be done. But uh, next week, they're, they're actually um, going to be using this base as a processing center. Next week, 5,000 Afghanis are, are due in, and they're processing them and releasing them into the country. And they they are expecting to go to ten to fifteen thousand a week processing and releasing oh, from this place. Yeah. Well, thanks for making our day there, buddy. Uh, I mean, that's. It, uh, well, where did y'all think all those airplanes were no, going to go? No, yeah. I understand. Uh, I'm sure they really vetted them. Yeah. So, so uh, we. Oh, if I was if oh, I was no. a terrorist group, I'd I'd get right. as many people on there as I could to be sleeper. Right, let's you start know? with COVID. How many of you got that? Mm-hmm. And then now we got to figure out who's a terrorist. Right. Have you noticed that Afghanistan is wide not, open? Did you notice Afghanistan's not having a COVID problem? I didn't see a one person with a mask or hear one number about the sick in the hospital. Did y'all? Well, well I, the I, Taliban I, outlawed it. <laughs> they just said you can't have you it. You can't have now, it. I did notice this once the Taliban took over, all the women had a mask on. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. They were suddenly masking back up. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Ain't that a fact. Sarah in Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Sarah, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey. Hey. Um, I just wanted to say my perspective on it is this. You know, as a whole, people generally want to do what protects themselves and their families, you know, logical people. I think the reason why we're, you know, you know, it's such a combative topic is because we, you know, they're talking out of two sides of their mouth. I mean, which they've always done, but I mean, don't bring hundreds of thousands of people over here without being vetted and vaccinated and then tell us that, oh, well, you will wear masks. Yeah. I mean, if it, we all together thought, hey, you know what? This will help us. This, yeah. this is legit. It might help out. I don't see people being combative about just that. Maybe a few here and there. No. But with all no. the lies and the, the political stuff and the ickiness around all of it, I think everybody's just questioning it. Here's the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. What if all the Afghan refugees get here, they realize all the masks they have to wear, all the vaccination mandates, and they beg to go back to Afghanistan? <laughs> Where they're freer. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Uh, Take me back. Mason in Birmingham. Mason, go ahead. Hey, so I was I got out of the Marine Corps about two years ago and I was gonna weigh in on that guy talking about his son, he you know, if his son didn't want to get vaccinated or not. When you sign the papers and you join the military, you become government property. Right. Yeah. And they tell you what to do no matter what. Right. So if you don't want that vaccine, they're just gonna get rid of you, gonna kick you out and and you're done. Right, yeah, it, it's uh, that's what I was trying to explain, yeah. but I guess it needed to come from someone like you. It's actually been in the military. That the when when you decide you're going in the military, then you you kind of you kind of waive all of your or at least most of um, the individual rights yeah. that civilians have. And thank you for your service, sir. Oh yes, sir. You're welcome. And, and that's why if you get sunburned or something like that in the Marine Corps, they'll write you up for damage of government property. That's so, funny. <laughs> that's funny. What about them? What about them black rim glasses they give you? <laughs> So what, what was that? They were talking about glasses earlier, and somebody from the military, they kept saying, here's the glasses they make us wear if you need glasses. Mm-hmm. And he called them birth, oh, yeah, contro- birth control glasses. <laughs> no, that, that's pretty much what they are. They're, they're, they're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, you know, then what's next? Well, I don't want to wear those. They look ugly. I mean, you, you know, you, once yeah. you open that door. Um, so thanks for your service, uh, as Bubba told you. Thank you very much. Top of the hour, if you're leaving us, I hope you have a great day. Uh, if you have more Rick and Bubba. Uh, then stick around. If you'd like to know how to get all the Rick and Bubba content, if you if you can't catch it live, uh, go to rickandbubba.com. You'll see all the information there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.